hello and welcome to the Lost Archives. My name's Owen and I'm the Dungeon Master of this ragtag group of heroes and adventurers. Hi everybody, I'm Claire. I'm playing Mira, who's a dragonborn sorcerer. Half-red dragon, half-silver dragon. Uh, originally was a bit of a politician and now is joined the adventuring life probably to a greater extent than she ever expected. Hi everyone, I'm Michael. I'm playing Lockie Hobbs, a Warforged Artificer. Uh, originally was part of a flying castle, but have since left and resumed an adventure with my mouth friends. Uh, cool. Um, hey guys, I'm Jared and I play the character of Jin. He is a level 6 lore bard and a level 2 hexblade warlock. Uh, I'm currently an associate and ally of the Tempest Guild, and I am helping them in their goal of stopping the Queen of Dragons, Tiamat. Hi, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Lirishana, the Moon Druid, um, who has previously been stuck in a gemstone for the past 600 years, but has since escaped. Hi guys, I'm Matt, uh, playing Yerda, the uh, sneaky wood elf ranger and rogue, who, after a tragic uh, incident in the jungle with his previous expedition, has now joined up with this lovely ragtag group of adventurers and is uh, looking to see what happens next. across now we're across hello <laughs> hello everybody uh, someone's someone's gonna be editing this and it's gonna be me <laughs> welcome everybody thank you for joining us for the stream um somebody just wasn't paying enough attention to the transition over to uh to the cameras claire so um we're gonna have to <laughs> yeah that's no, got nothing to do with claire it's 100 me so hello everybody how you doing hope you're having a lovely lovely week um welcome to the middle of the week welcome to hump day Hopefully we can help you get through the the shitter part of the beginning of your week with some lovely D&D, and then you've only got two more days left before you're on the weekend. So hopefully we can get you through. Of course, if you're listening to this on the podcast or YouTube, then this has been posted Saturday morning, in which case your week's done. I hope it was a good week. <laughs> Sorry that you couldn't get the help in the middle of the week when you needed it, but you should have joined us live, so it's on you. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to uh, Tyranny of Dragons campaign uh, and the Lost Archives. Um we had an awesome, awesome session of Avatar Legends last night. So thank you for those of you who joined us. We had um, had a lot of people jump in and out last night. It was uh, it was lovely. Had some uh, people chatting. Uh, people are a bit afraid to spend their channel points in the Avatar one, I think. But um, if you, if you're joining us live, please spend your channel points. That's what they're for. Spend them spend them on the Avatar one. Advantage doesn't work quite the same way. So I'll post up some descriptions on uh, what the difference is a little bit later on, so that people can get a bit more clarity on that. But tonight we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, so we better jump into the stream. Now, for those of you who are watching, um, you can see that Jared's face is just his static image, just the black and white image. For podcast listeners, Jared is not joining us tonight. You will not hear his lovely voice. Um, I will take over control of Jin for as much of tonight as I can. Uh, and the other big change for tonight is down in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen, your, uh, screen you'll see we've got some fan art playing. <gasps> right now this is some incredible fan art by one of our own players ali this is the the very amazing moment where varus nightshade went he's crazy um so i have i've put together all of the fan art ali has created and it'll be cycling through with the character portraits that uh, that i've done if you have any artwork that you want to send through if you've done some little sketches of the characters if there's any moment that you think like fuck that's amazing i want to draw that send it through um Tell me what you want to have up on the screen as your credit. So for Ali, I've put yours as Sketch Thestral because I figured that's your sort of like working name for 
yeah, perfect. Um, if you if you send through send through any artwork that you want to have up on the stream, if there's any moments you want to capture any um, any uh, cosplay that you do, anything you want to have like in, just send it through lostarchives um, at gmail.com, or you can just um, chuck it in the chat, a link to it if you've got it posted online, and I will include it in the stream with credits to you, um, just in the little fan art section if you like. That's all from me in terms of notices. Anything? Any updates for anyone else? Everyone's uh, everyone's excited about Fizzband's Treasury of Dragons. We've all been having a bit of a read of that. We're very excited for that. Feeds in quite nicely to um, to Tyranny of Dragons campaign. Uh, Claire has already adjusted Mira for the new Dragonborn variant rules. Yeah, and I will be um, yeah the the draconic gifts and um, the effects through that. I'm definitely definitely going to be implementing because I think they are amazing. So. Mm-hmm. Stay posted for that. And horde items. The horde items is really cool. So for those of you who, who aren't really familiar with Fizzband's Treasury of Dragons, there's a whole new series of magic items that have been introduced, which are items that have basically been empowered by being part of a dragon's horde. So there are items that aren't normally magical, but become magical by being exposed to so much uh, wealth and treasure and magic and draconic energy as well. Uh, I think that's really cool. So uh, I've, I've done some adjustments and we've done some implementation of that. So stay tuned for that uh, for those of you who are familiar with the module you'll know when it comes up because it's it'll be pretty clear Alrighty, let's play some DD. hey i better do the recap Alrighty, so the tempest adventuring guild a group of mercenaries explorers and adventurers has been working to thwart the machinations of a group known as the order of the dragon this cult has been amassing power wealth and knowledge in an attempt to perform a ritual which would bring back a dark dark draconic god tiamat our story has been following the escapades of some of the members of this group Mira, Jin, Loki, Yerveth, and the newly transformed Shana, who are now journeying further north to try and track down an ancient artifact used to summon dragons to the Order's side. Having learned some dark secrets during their time in the Nudian jungle, the party have managed to capture Varum, one of the leaders of the cult who sadly seems to have lost both his mask of power and his mind. After deciding to raid a crashed airship for supplies and loot, the party discovered the Shadow Hand, a group of dangerous assassins Jin had once been a member of, may have been involved in the crash. The discovery of a large black gemstone which reconnected Jin to his warlock patron, Varus Nightshade, essentially confirmed this, and after some urging from Jin, the party decided to continue north. Flying across the ocean towards the Sea of Moving Ice, a vast expanse of ever-shifting sea ice, the party are now committed to locating the Drakhorn, an item of great power bound to Tiamat and used to summon chromatic dragons to war. The party have stopped for rest in the floating city of Drifthaven, an orcish settlement made up of boats, pontoons, and various wooden rafts that have been all bound together, basically forming a vast floating city. Um, And they're currently being shown the sights and sounds of this city by Batara, a half-orc sailor that they encountered on the docks. Um, who seems to be dressed, uh, one of the things I didn't sort of say in any great detail, but um, the clothing that she's wearing, uh, very robe-like, um, very loose-fitting, um, bound at the the ankles and the wrists, and otherwise quite loose-fitting robes that seem to be um, very reminiscent, I would say, Mira, to what uh, Azua, your friend, used to, uh, used to wear. Very sort of loose-fitting uh, robes that allow for free movement of the hands and feet, um, while still giving uh, protection, especially on the on the cold winter, the robes are quite tightly packed, um, very like tightly bound across the chest, and there's a couple of layers to keep her warm. And the the cold, as soon as I think I described to you guys when you got off the ship and away from that environmental protection of your airship, it is quite chilly. Um, luckily, you did have coats and jackets that you've been able to take out from inside the airship and, and wear to keep you warm. But it is it is it is chilly. Unlock um, these hot boxes. 
And you've got Lucky's hot boxes too underneath the robes as well. Yeah, keeping you warm. Every so often you have to sort of crank them a bit to, <laughs> to warm yourselves back up again. That's right. Um, are we calling them Lockie's hot boxes? Is that uh, the name? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the name? I so. I think so. I reckon that's it. If we come up with any alternative names, if chat comes up with any alternative names, we'll put it to a vote again and we'll let chat decide. Um, I personally, I personally, Lockie's hot boxes has my, my seal of approval. That sounds great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, um, that's a winner in my mind. Um, yeah. So we, we last left off as you guys were entering into a tavern. Um, you'd sort of come out the side, you'd seen a, uh, a half elf be thrown out one of the windows. Oh no, sorry, not thrown. Sorry. He was drinking and stumbled and fell back and, and fell into the frigid cold waters and came out spluttering. Um, and Batara turns to you guys and goes, right. So you're going to head in and have a drink. We can share some stories. It's traditional amongst our people, the Maloran Orcs, to tell tales when we meet one another, to be introduced to each other. If you'd like to come in, we can sit down. You can buy me a drink. I can tell you a tale. You can tell me a tale. And then we'll all be friends. Sounds good to me. Very sensible. I sure could go for a drink. It's been a while. Right, well, keep your, keep your coin purses close on hand. I'll just say it that way. Um, as you guys are beginning to walk, Jin, as Swabby Seabeard, um, comes up and sort of goes, Yeah, I think I might see if there are any sailors I can chat with. Get some information. How does that sound? Sounds, sounds good, Swabby. Have fun. Enjoy. <laughs> what was that? Sorry, Michael? Have fun. Be safe. <laughs> Our Swabby Seabeard's always safe and always has a swabbing good time. Um, nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. Apologies, Jared, for uh, ruining your character's character. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Swabby, with his peg leg, begins like dunk, dunk, dunk down the docks, heading towards um, one of the one of the ships that started. You can see a fishing vessel is uh, is moored just on the edge. Uh, one of the things I was describing about Drift Haven is it's very reminiscent of. Um, of uh, Venice in a way because you've got all these canals boats are always moving between and a lot of the gangways and gangplanks and bridges can just be lifted up to allow boats to travel through um, so there's there's canals all the way through so as you're moving through you, you come across a very narrow canal and a giant fishing vessel is trying to squeeze through this narrow canal and you can see like a half orc at the side looking down being like steady steady as you see like it just digging through the wood and splinters oh. and chips coming off and he's like yeah no steady <laughs> as it goes on through um so yeah um Jin disguised as swabby seabeard begins like dunk 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 down the gangway chasing after this ship and goes yar any space for someone who can't walk very well and they go yeah I'll, I'll bubble man yeah yeah I'll bubble. chuck down a little rope for him Jin grabs on and then gets hoisted up his pig legs sort of dangling <laughs> uselessly in the air uh, and you see Jin go, I'll meet you back on the ship as he gets on the uh, on this stranger's oh, okay. ship. Okay. Don't don't get lost. Batara sort of looks uh, over and goes, Does your friend always just ditch you? Or is that Does he is he a bit scared of the tavern? What's going on with that? Uh oh, he's just getting his land legs, I think. But yeah, when yeah, when when yeah. they're on land, this is it could not be it's basically the city's a giant boat. Oh yes, uh, he's adjusting in his own way. Yes. Hey, fair enough. Yeah. It, it, I, I wouldn't worry about him getting too lost, lass. It, the city's fairly flat. If he can get up to any of the towers, even the outer cockra messenger tower, he'll he'll see where he needs to go. As long as he doesn't pass out and end up on a merchant ship in the 
middle of the shifting seas. That's that's fine. I'll come back with two hundred and fifty pastries again. Oh it yes, has happened before. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna write down. I'm gonna write a new carousing table for Jin. If he rolls a one on the D100, he is gonna wake up on a merchant vessel bound for. Where do you reckon? What, what do you reckon? Oh my gosh. Oxenfurt. 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 <laughs> he wakes up on a merchant vessel bound for Oxenfurt. I'm making a note of that right now. If he rolls a Amazing. one, that's what's happening. And he is going to roll at the beginning of the next session. <laughs> if he rolls a two, can he get 250 pastries again? If he rolls an 100, he gets 250 pastries. Yes. <laughs> so we'll bookend it. We'll bookend it. And then everything we'll else in the middle it. is going to be a random carousal table. So I'll just take my normal carousal table and... and judge it up and randomize it so he can't he can't sort of metagame it um yeah so so um batara starts heading towards the door just gestures behind her sort of pulling her hand over being like come on come on oh don't need to tell me twice yeah that's kind of walk walk in perfect yeah you guys follow in as soon as you enter the the doors of this sorry dive bar um the the how to describe the room that you enter um wooden tables and tresses are actually hanging from ropes and the floor is sunken into the actual ocean so about oh. uh, two meters deep the floor goes down as if it's the bell it's basically a ship that has been converted into a bar or a barge essentially it's been converted into a bar right. a, a barge uh the floor has been sunk slightly two, two meters deep, so the steps heading down are you taking psychic damage claire if you could just uh, mark that off for me thank you um, you don't have to. If you thought the joke was good, you don't have to take the psychic damage. Um, as you as you look down these steps that head two meters down, the lower floor, the bottom floor itself, is actually slightly uh, flooded with water. Um, not not high as high as sea level, but you can see there's little cracks and gaps in the wood that are constantly pfft, tiny bits of water spraying out. Uh, and you can see that there is a um, a large um, a large very wolven looking gentleman um very sort of a, a lupine looking form bipedal with these digitigrade feet up on up on the top of his paws um with a, an eye patch over one eye one ear is missing and a couple of scars across his gray fur wearing just a, a an open vest and some um some pants that, that sort of are loose and hang down a bit is moving around with a bucket and occasionally scooping it up and um, chucking it up to the next level above where there is a, a half or catching the buckets and chucking them out the window. And it looks like this poor lupine fellow's job is to constantly just go down every so often, scoop out the water and chuck it up. Um, and and the tables are sort of hung. So as you walk along, people are pulling themselves up into these like picnic tables. So the table has the chairs attached to it like little benches and there's nothing actually on the floor itself. Everything's hanging at different levels and there's cranks that lead all over to various um, wheels of ships and you can turn the wheels to change the height of the tables to move them up and down. Uh, and as you, yeah, as you, as you walk in, you can see that there are, uh, it, it looks like a ship that has shipwrecked and then has been turned into a bar, essentially. <laughs> it's just this old ship. Wow. Really? <laughs> um, yeah. Batara, Batara sort of walks in, uh, looks up and goes, I think we'll take that table. And she points up towards a table that's right up near the roof that no one seems to be sitting at. Um, she gives a, a very sort of low whistle this to the bartender, um, this tabaxi who is standing behind, um, again, very sort of thin tabaxi, very uh, leopard-looking tabaxi with uh, white splotches across his fur, who gives Batara a nod 
and gestures over towards the the large steering wheel down the bottom. And the wolven gentleman walks over, begins turning the wheel, and the table drops down to the height of where you guys are on this top platform. Tara takes a running jump and lands on the seat. The table sways backwards and forwards and then slowly settles in place. All right, jump on. Yeah, Yevith will do that. We'll yeah, Yevith, could I have a acrobatics or an athletics check, please? Oh, no. I will also <laughs> jump on, because that was the... Uh... Instruction. That was the instruction. Yevith, you just will flip. <laughs> yeah. Yevith, I mean, this how is... How full is this table? Sorry. How full? Uh, how far off the ground is the table currently? So uh, it's two metres off the floor below you, which is the lower deck. The upper deck, which you're on, it's level with. Okay, cool. Uh, Lockie, 18. Yeah, Lockie just like crouches and then these two springs just go boom. <laughs> he just shoots up in the air and then lands on the table. Uh, Mira. You, the, the force of Lockie and Yerveth both landing on the table at once have started it to swing a bit. And as you run and jump... Uh, Batara has to lean out and grab you by the scruff of your robes to catch you in, and you poof into the side of the table, and she pulls you up, scrambling as you take a seat. Oh, um, second uh, roll was better. Eighteen because, was better. Shame you didn't get that yeah, one. No, Crawford didn't get that one <laughs> because I was just like, "This is this is not Mira's jam," and it isn't. So, Shana, you uh, in had, your snake you form, she did, a massive. She did um, the length. Of it. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Matt. No, I was gonna say this is like like Mira just said it's not her jam, but like you have it's just like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very fun. yeah. Um as you guys look back you see Shana has no legs. Just oh, the, snake, oh. the snake lower body. The thing she can do is just sort of essentially like act like, you know, how like tanks on tracks can just sort of like, you know, get themselves oh, yeah. over and then just shift the contact point. Like the so problem, that's sort of what Shana's thinking. The problem with that is though is the centre of gravity of a tank is the middle. But when you're moving forwards, your centre of gravity is forwards because that's where your yeah. body is on the on the snake's tail. So as you go to do this, you just immediately fall through the crack and begin plunging down to the next layer. Oh, no. Oh, Below no. you, the woven gentleman catches you as you land, like in this very, like as you sort of land in his arms, he just catches you and goes, Would you like a hand? Yes, please. <laughs> Thank you. But before she does that, can uh, she just sort of ask them? It's like uh, I've I've noticed your water problem down here. I mean, they won't last forever. But would you like me to create some ice plugs and just sort of plug up those cracks for you at least, so that you can get a handle on stuff down here? Like, yes, I would love if you could do that. That would be very <laughs> helpful. He's still carrying you at this point. Stuff. He just carries you round to each of the spots they're making. <laughs> just so excited to have this be done. He's just like, yes, that. thank you, this is fantastic. And he's just literally carrying you without any, no conversation, just carrying you round to each of these spots. And then as you finish, he walks back um, and then just lifts you up. Incredibly strong, just lifts you straight up and puts you onto the table. Not Thank a problem. Pleasure. And then he goes back, gets a few more buckets, and with that, the floor is dry. Um, he immediately starts running over to a large bucket of pitch, and now that it's no longer wet, begins slathering pitch over the entire <laughs> surface of all the cracks. With the ice still there, it's like, I've only got a few minutes before this melts. <laughs> He's just really going ham oh, on it. The water's freezing outside. It should last at least an hour. <laughs> You would be surprised. Salt does strange things to water's freezing point. Ah, uh, true that, true that. 
Um, Batara sort of looks down and goes, that was, that was mighty benevolent of you there, miss. Oh, I mean, poor dude was fighting a never-ending battle, wasn't he? Yes, it's, it's a bit of a local joke. He's only given this task when he has given in to his feral instincts and, and killed some chickens. It's kind of a punishment for him. Oh. Uh, well, that's a bit mean, isn't it? I mean, everyone has instincts. Yes, but... Sorry, I'm sorry, that's not Batara's voice, sorry. I, uh, I just realised I've lost the Scottish accent, which is like a fundamental part of her uh, characterization. Um, Aye, that'd be true, but it's not really that fair to just go about killing other people's chickens. Do you know how hard it is to raise chickens on a floating raft? It's not. Okay, they they eat garbage. Them. They're actually really easy to raise. But at the same time, we don't want to encourage that behaviour. <laughs> Why don't the chickens be eaten by at some point? No, it's the eggs that we use them for. Chicken, A chicken that you eat once, you can only eat once. But eggs... You can have eggs every day. Teach One chicken. to fish. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> that makes no sense. Hey, we have a delicacy here that you may not have tried before. We use the eggs from the chickens and the fish, and we use breadcrumbs, and we make something that we call a batter. So we smash the fish really hard. We batter the fish, and then we cover it in eggs and breadcrumbs. Oh, and that's why you call it a batter. A batter, exactly. And then we fry it in oil. Yeah, ah. you've got it. Well, you Sometimes. Salt with that, so it will be a salt and battery. Yes, and we have, it's very, yes, I, I, yes, yeah, and the, the acid, the acid of the battery comes from the lemon, obviously, you've got to have a bit of lemon as well, because out here, scurvy's a real issue. <laughs> Is that a mirror d4 of damage, or a clear d4 of damage? My d4 of damage. <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually mark these off on mirror? Yeah. Oh, not on mirror, no, on oh, myself. Okay. How much myself. damage, how much I'll damage have you of- taken? Mental damage. Uh, I haven't updated it for a little while. Just out of it. Let me know when you do know, because I'm curious. Okay. I just want to know, because like, what do you reckon? Like, we're we're fairly, like, I'd say we're level one. Let's be honest here. None of we're us are really. <laughs> <laughs> so you could be dead, like, instant dead. Yeah, yeah. 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 not yeah. resurrectable, like, no. below max hit points. Okay. Actually, Definitely to be honest, honest, to be honest, I guess. You've been having long rests, though. I have been having long rests. True. All right. Well, then I better make lots of puns tonight. Let's see if we can kill Claire. Um, oh that's that's going to be one of those things that's taken out of context. It's going to be taken out of context from this. <laughs> Someone's going to see that. No, no. That. The problem is that people who watch D and D would understand. I'm going to try and kill Claire tonight because of my character. But no, you actually mean me. I don't want to kill Mira. <laughs> Mira is vital to the story at this point. Claire. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. We love you, Claire. We never want to kill you. Um, but unless it's by psychic damage, in which case, look, vicious mockery is the way. That's the way I want to go. This, this, is it though? Yeah. No, maybe not. Um, yeah. So Batara, Batara sort of saying this. Ah, yeah. If you want some, you want some battered fish. Can order some. Yeah, that sounds great. Yes, I kind of nudge, nudge Lockie. I'm like, it's diplomatic to say yes, even though you can't eat anything. No, yes, no, no, it's okay. I will no, no. take some food that I cannot consume. No, 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 no. it's it's okay. It's okay. We're we're used to warforged here. There have oh. been a few that come through. I'm sure we can we can rustle up something for you. I mean, I, we could probably get I you some cod liver oil. Is that? It's oil, Ooh, right? So that's that's a great idea. Cod like a bio, oil. a bio oil. Yes, oh. that works. E10. Could, could I have it on on like warmed up on a plate? Yes, I'm sure they could do that. 
I'm yeah, saying yes sounds... for them. I've got no idea, but I'm sure they could. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Excellent. Will, uh, the, the way you place your orders, uh, and she reaches over towards a large cup that is filled with these scraps of paper um, and cloth. She grabs out a scrap of paper, uh, takes out a charcoal pencil, and writes down her order, and then holds it up in the air. Just write down your order, hold it up. Oh, Obviously, you're okay. paying for my drink, hence I've written down a nice big pint. What's <laughs> the local drinks? Oh, there's a few different beverages. Obviously, we make beers. Uh, beers are very popular here. Um, wheat can be a little bit hard to come by, so we do tend to import wines and things like that. Uh, sorry, grapes can be a bit hard to come by, so we do tend to import wines. Um, we do make a good kelp beer. I, I know it doesn't sound very appealing, but actually the salty aftertaste kind of is okay. Get used to it. I'll try it. It's okay. Newcomers generally don't like it. There are imported alcohols as well. Obviously, I mean, look around you. It's a bunch of pirates who live here. Not actual pirates, but pirates in spirit. Free spirits, shall we say. So there's always going to be lots of rum. There's always going to be lots of whiskey. There's always going to be lots of beer. Not necessarily we keep up with the supply. The Tritons do do ferment uh, polyps for us. They, They produce a very strong polyp spirit. Um, surprisingly fruity. Too sweet for my tastes. Interesting. Imagine a cross between a cherry and a little bit of salt and some sort of like very sweet, like a maybe like an orange or a, a pomegranate sort of citrusy, quite sharp taste. It's quite nice, but it's very sweet. It does sound quite nice. Well, Yerbeth, we have to celebrate a little bit. This is your first day in civilization so yes for, for for a number of days and weeks uh yes i think whatever's good i think that polyp juice sounds all right hey well you lot of pain so sure well, i like look just I, I look expectedly to like the rest of the party like <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> um i've just realized Jin has the bag of holding he does. He has all the money. All right. Oh, no. Be- because... I, I, I have a few gold, so it should be fine. Because Jin would know this, and Jin, if if Jin was here, if sorry, if, if Jared was here playing Jin, because he would know this, he would have given you a bit of gold before yeah, he went off on a spying yeah, trip. He would yeah, have, yeah. definitely. Um, yep. So that's my oversight. So Jin will hand you, Mira, probably Mira, 20 gold pieces. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, I also have a lot. Do you? Well, yeah. Jin doesn't hand it to you. Jin takes it back and then takes some of yours and then runs away. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, Jin, Jin, no, then never mind. You're, you're covered then in that case. Yeah, you ever looks over like... and it's like sort of like pulls out an empty coin purse and like just drops it on the table and nudges yeah. it. And then you see like some moths fly out and you ever goes, oh, I wonder where they, I wonder where they'd gone. <sighs> oh, yes, I've yes. got it. I've got it. You have a, uh, it's rounds on oh. me. Oh, thank you. Thank yes. you. Excellent. Well, that's um, the case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can take advantage of Mira as much as you want. She will pay for her all. Batara goes, right, so polyp juice for Yervith, polyp juice for Shana. Uh, whiskey if I can. Whiskey for Shana, polyp juice for Mira. Yes. And locky oil on a hot plate. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm sure we, if we write that down really clearly, I'm sure they'll have no problems with that order it all down holds it up in the air um a few seconds later a large seagull um because none of you would have ever seen an albatross before uh, a giant white bird with this long beak 
swoops oh. in through a hole in the ceiling and grabs the order from Batara's hand. She just lets go immediately and gets her hand back down as if nothing weird has happened. Um, the albatross does a loop of the roof and then heads out one of the holes and then comes in through one of the side windows and disappears through a large circular hole that you presume is probably leading to the kitchen. So uh, as you can hear the sounds of like clattering of plates and things like that coming from inside. That's, uh, that's, a, that's a big bird. I, it's not not technically a real bird. It's um, mages can sometimes do this thing where they create a familiar. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Much less right. scary. Are you scared <laughs> of birds? Just big ones, you know, whole snake bird thing. You know, it's I, I'm never quite sure if they want to eat me or not. Or if you want to eat them, concerning. right? Yeah, that too. That too. It's you know. I mean. <laughs> I've seen some snakes before, and I reckon they could take a bird. Hey, it depends on the bird. I've you seen birds a... with like long beaks that are like. I'll take a snake out. <laughs> Sorry, for podcast listeners, would you like to describe what you just did then, Michael? Um, I took my hand in a beak shape, and I bashed it against my other hand, and then waved it around as if it was. Stop. <laughs> you've, skipped, you've skipped the word viciously, which uh, I was hoping to hear. That's an um, important keyword. Uh. Because, because genuinely, I was looking, all four of us were a bit scared of you in that moment. <laughs> all, all four of us were like, just leaning back in our chairs, like, oh, okay. I, I could hear the, the sound of your hand striking over the hand. Really going for this demonstration, isn't he? <laughs> really committed to this. It's um, got to be accurate, so it's not a good demonstration. <laughs> Lockie's hand just goes through his other hand. <laughs> <just> like, <"Stop." laughs> oh no, I appear to have got myself impaled on myself. <laughs> error, error. Um, but Tara looks over at Sean and goes, Well, seeing as you brought it up, Lass, I, I was meaning to ask. I'm not, not really seen the likes of you before. Not, not to be rude, just curious. <laughs> no, um, hell, I mean, other than as of, what, guys, a week ago? I never saw oh, anyone yeah. like me either. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is a relatively recent development. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, you've been cursed say. by a sea hag. No, say no more. I'm very sorry. Oh. Uh, a hag of sorts, yes. Not necessarily a sea Snake hag. hag. Snake hag. A sneak yeah. hag. So you didn't run afoul of a sea hag. No, they, they are no, not a sea hag. Gruesome curses. Can they do anti curses? Oh, lass, you don't know where to seek help from a hag. Trust me on that one. It's mm. like asking a devil for help. Only the devil oh, will yeah. at least hold up their end of the bargain. A hag, not so much. Mm. I would steer clear. Only the most desperate yeah. and hopeless of souls would ask a hag for help and expect any help to come. Not to say they don't help in their own twisted way, but if you value your sanity, yourself, or your life, I would not seek out a hag. Unless yeah. there was dire need. We maybe shouldn't go blindly trusting in dark entities. Um, that hasn't worked well for us in the past. So. No, it's Certainly not even in the recent past. Oh, oh yeah. That's just a general rule for <laughs> the universe. Like this strange elf we found, like, living with PTSD in the forest. Just trusted <laughs> him day one. <laughs> yeah. What's up with that, huh? 
each night, like Yova's there, like talking to his knife, like, not tonight, my precious, we won't kill him tonight. <laughs> 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 no, 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 Yova doesn't say that. Um, no, no, is lovely and all he appears to be for now. <laughs> No. Um, so until until Varus Nightshade recruits yet another member of the party, <laughs> he's got two out of four. <laughs> uh, two out of five. My math is terrible. Um, yeah. So so Bataris looks and goes, "I okay. I, so so you don't you didn't always always look like this. This is this is a fairly new development. Are there others of your appearance kind? Well." I'm not actually sure what happened to them. Um, they were, you know, there are a fair few of them about, and um, last I saw, they were all hunting us down. And uh, I'm not that keen on going back, but yeah, it's uh, there are definitely potentially others, you know, out there like me. Definitely not this far north, though. Um, not too fun to the cold. I I can imagine that. I was I was wondering if you were okay, and I I had some thoughts for you, my scaly friends, Mira. I had some worries for you, but I can see silver side means you've got some affinity for the cold, correct? If I remember my dragonborn physiology. That's correct. Yes, I'm quite comfortable, but I am a little worried about our new scaly friend, who's not even used to shedding, so you know, needs oh, a bit of. I yeah, I hadn't even thought of that. I'm not yeah. looking forward to it. Shadows, they're like, fuck, I hadn't thought of that either. <laughs> <laughs> um, Batara sort of uh, looks over at Miriam, takes a bit of a close look and goes, I have to say, a dual-colored dragonborn. It's very rare, very, um, very unique. Oh, it's genetic. Mm-hmm. I, I, do, I... I don't know what that word means, but it sounds, sounds interesting. I'm assuming it's some sort of magic, right? Yeah, mm. yeah, that's, that's correct. I get... Some magic from one side of the line and the other side I just we're just from we're from the northern um, towns of Dragonborns not far from here I, Close, I hear the uh, I hear the desert can get quite cold at night as well we've had a few we've had a few dragon kin dragon folk come through stay on fishing trips uh, often ones trying to outrun their past brass and copper tend to be the main colors that we notice they're fairly common uh, I'm led to believe Yes, you haven't seen a. Uh, what was Langdadrosa? Red. red, red. You haven't seen any red dragonborn coming through. A red dragonborn? In the same sort of mindset as those, I imagine. No, I can't, I can't say that I have seen a red dragonborn come through. No, not that I remember last. Um... Would stand out that colour against the blue of the sea and the brown of the houses. I think I would notice. Hmm. Well, we're, we're we're heading further north, actually. So. Is that who you're chasing? No, not exactly. Sorry, I had assumed you were chasing someone or something. Pretty rare for people to come on a fancy airship to Drifthaven unless there's something specific they have in mind. Do people usually chase people? Around up here, is that a oh, thing? Aye, bounty hunters often come through. You'd be surprised how many people think they can flee to one of the Orc cities and hide out. Oh. Not only only to find out, of course, that we don't harbour rapists and murderers. We uh, turn them in first chance we get. We're lawful. We're, we we follow the laws of the wilds. We do not harbour criminals. I think people look at our appearance and compare us with our land's living cousins, the 
orcs of Grumush and think, ah, oh, these people will shelter me because they're bestial looking and they're all pirates anyway. Quite shocked to find out that we've got quite stringent laws here. We tend to slap them in irons. Occasionally, we dunk them in the ice cold water for a couple of days just to soften them up for the bounty hunters. But you'd be surprised. Many people use this place as a haven to escape from the past. Flee. That's all bounty hunters come well, from. The way of the wild is a noble way to live. Indeed. Are you a follower of the teachings of Melora? You look like you could be the type of ranger or some sort of uh, oh, outlander. Uh, yes, yes. Well, I, I mean, I am familiar with Melora, but wouldn't say that I'm a, a strict follower, per se. Well, good, I she like doesn't her. encourage that. She much prefers if you just live your life and respect the wilds. Uh, well, not one for prayer, that, Melora. Then that's perfect, then. Maybe She's I'm more not... of a follower than I even realized. And that's that's how it should be. Prayer and faith and religion shouldn't be something organized and categorized, and you shouldn't be told how to do it. It should be what feels right. That's that's how we feel anyway. I agree with that. And that's how the wild is. You don't see animals getting together to organize how they're best going to uh, hunt down some acorns for the day, or some fish deciding how they're best going to consume coral and. That's the wilds, true. the wilds, it's natural. It's what you feel. I've seen some sense. strange things, but none of that. No, no. I can imagine you have seen some strange things traveling with these lots. Oh, yes. But if, if you don't have a, uh, a structure on how you um, sort of express mm -hmm. your admiration for the wilds, how do you know what you're expressing your admiration for the wilds? Melora encourages you to live, to live by the natural law to not try and change, not try and modify too much. You can control your environments for you without impacting others. So Drifthaven, you'll notice that we, we do not anchor onto coral. We don't uh, ravage the seafloor. And because the city is always moving, we're never just fishing one part of the ocean. We're making sure that we live in a balance with nature, never taking too much and always giving back where we can. And that's, that's how we interpret the teachings of Melora. Living as one with the wild, living as part of the food chain, as part of the network. I, I always find the the major cities on the continent to be quite uh, claustrophobic. This I is claustrophobic's a word. Yeah, this is a fine city. Thank you very much. You're charming, you are. <laughs> so, promised you tales. If you promised me ale, ale's yet to come. But at least to know you're good for it, because the order's been placed. So. Tales. Would you like to tell your story first? It sounds like you're, you're here for something. Or would you like me to tell you a tale first? Is there information you're seeking? Let's have an exchange of stories and tales. Well, I, uh, you may have heard a couple of uh, strange sounds coming from the north. I believe Ooh. many people did. Aye. I did wonder if you were here for that. Hmm. <laughs> Well, I'm assuming as well and... the sight of dragons flying overhead, heeding whatever that call is. You're here to do the same, or are you investigating? Uh, we are investigating. Um, how many dragons have passed overhead? Mira gets out her notebook. So. I, can I? Yeah. Like, Yerbeth is a, as a generally skeptical person. I'm going to yes. just inside check to yeah, see... Yeah. Yep. If Patara is like absolutely genuine, or yep. she's Thank like, goodness, someone is. Yeah. 
Absolutely. No, please make an inside check. Absolutely. 28. Fuck you now. Yeveth, Batara is an open book. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, look, so Batara, here's what you learn about Batara. Um, the way Batara, so because it's body language as well, right? So I'm going to give you yeah. everything. 28 means you get everything. Um, yep. Batara looks um, to be very polite, very respectful, um, very, uh, a little bit charismatic. There's a bit of charisma to her. She seems to, to thrive on talking, to thrive on communication. Um, there does seem to be a little bit of a... Um, You've noticed a few times where, like, potentially, um, maybe when you guys were walking down the main road, someone bumped into her, and this look of shadow crossed her face for a second. You, you get the sense that she might be a little bit quick to anger. Potentially, there's a bit of a fury there. Um, mm. But she, yeah, I mean, it seems really, really um, dedicated to uh, the people of the city. Dedicated to Drifthaven. Seems to be very dedicated to. When she was talking about Melora and her teachings of it, that was a hundred percent genuine. She was speaking from the heart, yeah. really opening up about how she. Um, interprets her relationship with Melora and with the Wilds. Cool. Now that we're sort of getting onto the... And, and I would say that you notice that she's a little bit flirtatious with you as well. Um, has been a little bit flirtatious with you, a little bit sort of joking around with the others. Very comfortable, very at ease with you guys. Um, now that you guys are starting to talk about other things, when you mentioned um, the, the, the dracorn or the sound that she heard, when she said, oh yeah, a number of dragons, it, your read immediately is she might there might be a slight bit of exaggeration here but not not an exaggeration of like oh i want i want to be i want to like fool these people it's an exaggeration of like the story's really good i'm getting into yeah, telling this story yeah. and i'm comfortable i'm in a nice safe place i'm about to have some drinks like just an accidental exaggeration sure um, yeah cool so you get the sense that she's very um very open very honest um a little little bit um, exaggeratory in that nature a little bit like into the stories into the into the idea of stories but very has been very honest with you guys so far and very cool. uh, yeah. yeah I guess like with that like you have know, kind of just relaxes a little bit like he's been a bit yeah. on edge but now he kind of just yeah. finally feels yeah. very comfortable and then as she turns to the left you see like a patch of scales and the cult of the dragon tattoo and you're just like <laughs> no 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 no, no. <laughs> um, ah! <laughs> oh! <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, she yeah. she doesn't notice your inquisitive glances as she's talking. She she's so sort of wrapped up in the story and and, and the excitement of it. She doesn't notice you just basically going <laughs> staring into her soul <laughs> as you like <laughs> glance up and down. Because I think Yerveth probably doesn't. You're not super tactful in social situations. Because I can imagine Yerveth then is just like staring at her. <laughs> just like, yeah 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 mm. i'm trying to like be, pay attention to the story but i'm just like like looking dead at it like oh really that's mm. really interesting wow. um <laughs> and you're so focused you have it that when the drinks come out um served by this wolven gentleman again this this um very lupine looking um form the drinks come out and are handed out you're kind of a little bit startled because you're so focused on looking at her as oh. this drink gets put down in front of you you just sort of jump a little bit and she looks at you like what um, oh, yeah, so the drinks are handed out. Glassware. It's okay. He's not used to glassware. It's fine. Oh. What is this ice that does not melt? <laughs> 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 Never melting ice. Truly, this is a place of wonder. <laughs> um, so your drinks are handed out, um, and she continues uh, telling the story. Yeah, so a number of fishermen. Uh, this is a, we're going back a week or two now, a couple of weeks when this first started. The, it was early morning. The sea was calm. Near a cloud in the sky. 
we, I was out fishing with some of the others. We were um, out on one of the canoes. We'd just pulled in a haul of tuna. And then something startled the fish. They heard it before we did, or sensed it before we did. Suddenly the nets were writhing, the sea boiling and churning. And then everything went silent, as if all noise had been hushed. And then this low rumble echoed through the sea. I could feel it more than I could hear it, and it's only when I put my head under the water that I thought I could hear it better, this large, low horn echoing through the deeps. And I swear to you, something called back from the depths. Like a whale song, but much more rough, much more ragged. We got out of there pretty quickly. And then ever since, every few days or so, a shadow might be spotted over the ocean above the clouds moving fast. You might catch a glimpse of scales, red or green, blue, black, white against the cloud or the blue sky. But I know a dragon when I see one. And I know a description of a dragon when I hear one. It seems that whatever it was, that call, something is being awoken or summoned to that place up north. The frozen heart, the heart of winter. A place where summer never touches, the sun never rises. That's what they frozen. call it, the heart of winter. Aye, yes, the centre of the ice. The sea ice goes for kilometres, kilometres. But at the very centre, it says, said, there is land, an ancient mountain. Before the seas rose and, and flooded the lands, This mountain was vast and home to all manner of creatures, and they say fire elementals lived at its core, spewing out light and heat. But when the waters rose, the heart of these elementals was quenched. The fire went out, bringing the sea ice. The land literally froze outwards, and ever since, the mountain has been known as the heart of winter. And at its core, there is ice and snow and frost. The snow storms and the clouds are so dense, the sun never penetrates. It is dark all year round. My eyes sort of like, my my gaze sort of like shifts towards Mira, and I go, hmm, it is rather fitting, don't you think, Mira? I guess so. It seems to be fitting more and more, but... Hmm. Does anyone go up there? Do do you have ranges? No, 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 no one travels near the heart of winter. I I mean, there is no reason for anyone sane to be heading out that way. There's no fish Uh. to get through the sea. (laughs) She looks at you and gives you a nod. (laughs) (laughs) To crack through the ice, uh, I mean, the ice can be meters thick in places, and it's constantly shifting and moving. If you take a boat, you're risking the boat to be crushed between moving glaciers and icebergs. If you're going on foot... You can be stranded at sea with no way across. And the ice isn't always as thick as it looks. Sometimes it's metres thick, sometimes centimetres thick. You can go plunging through into the frigid waters. And that's just the terrain. There are creatures there. White wolves as big as houses that have frost breath. Giant white eagles. And bears the size of boats. Inside check. Yeah, go for it. Or do I think she's exaggerating? Please DM. <laughs> May I see what my insight tells me? Hey, oh. Mira, one hundred percent like 
<laughs> As she's describing these things, your brain is just filled with the imagery of them. And then combined with the kind of like the knowledge that you're hunting the Drakhorn, they begin to take on draconic forms as well. So now this white wolf has massive bat wings and a long dragon tail and this massive wall. <laughs> I, I, and and whatever whatever it is that she's describing is just compounded and becomes more horrifying and bigger. So when she says it's as big as a house, you don't think a house out here, a tiny hut. You're like, it's as big as the manor house in Oxenfurt, the night hall. <laughs> when she says oh, bears as big as a boat, it's not like, not like a little ship. It's like your airship. <laughs> oh. I think I think Mira would she just kind of like stop writing her list that she's making of all these things that they may have to face, and she just kind of puts it down, folds it up, and just says. I need a minute, and she'll just she'll she'll go. She'll just she needs a minute. Watch out for the you. gap. She falls out. <laughs> oh, yeah, <that's... laughs> oh, under the hardwood. No, um, Mira, you can. I mean, yeah. the wolf, the wolf, um, the lupine guy, the the lupine form is the, the the wolf man is there. He can catch you if you fall. So if if you did fall, he would catch you. So at this point, I'm I'm happy for you to just jump across and and begin sort of walking out outside. As she does so, Batara gives a bit of a laugh and goes. <laughs> It's not as it's not as bad as all that. I'm, I, I didn't mean to scare her. I'm I'm sorry. Hey, Mia, she's like calling out the door, like trying to lean round the corner. But you're out the door at this point. I'm out the door. She's <laughs> been through a bit. I don't think she's scared. I think she's preparing herself. Actually, hey, look, I'm I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry if 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 I, I, I sometimes sometimes a good story gets away from me. I apologize. So apologies if I've if I've had any offense or if I've had any effect. Sorry. Oh no, I'm sure Mira will be fine. She will. Mira, do you want to roll me a uh, a wisdom or charisma saving throw to see how well you're dealing with this? Okay, I'm going to Your pick charisma. Okay, I thought you might. Yes. Eleven. Mira, you're you're holding it together, but at this point only just. You you yeah. are on you are on a knife's edge. Um, yeah. I, mean, I think Mira, she just she just needs to go outside. She goes out to make sure like outside where it's cold, and she just sits in the snow and just feels the feels the cold in her silver hand, and is just thinking about her family and thinking about where she's come from in that line that line of dragons. Mm-hmm. And you know what they sort of they believed in her when she went off to the the, the city, and she's just she's just having a little she's having a little she's having a little cry, she's just Aww. having a little cry. She's a little over, yeah. so she's just got a couple. Yeah, and that's tears free as, um, the place, and that's okay. As you're sitting there having a little cry, um, after a few moments, you feel a scaly hand touch your shoulder, and oh, as you shit. turn and look up. You see, <laughs> as you spin around with hands raised in like a kung fu position, being a sorcerer, obviously very adept at that. <laughs> um, you see a small cobalt, um, not the normal red color. He has deep blue scales that peek out towards these white points. So he has this very sort of um, almost like a sea ice look to him. These deep blue scales, uh, and he sort of he sits down next to you. Very sorry, very sorry. Oh, Just checking, oh. okay. He says oh. in draconic. I'm. She replied in draconic. Oh, it's 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 okay. Are you? She's immediately suspicious because it's a kobold. Okay, a bit Who racist, but sure. <laughs> um, 
I am called Steak. Nice Steak? to meet you. Steak. 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 Oh, it's very nice. Nice to meet you. Don't. I, I'm. I'm not lost. I'm not from around here. Yes, but I'm. I'm. I'm quite all right. Just. Just need a minute. Things. You have get ice on cheeks. Oh. Oh. And she'll just. Just warm my hands. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Yes. Are you a local? Hmm? Yes, I have lived here for 14 years. Is that a long time? Yes, oh, I'm 15. You're 15? Oh, okay. <laughs> How long do kobolds live for? <laughs> he sort of looks down a little bit at that as you say that. <laughs> oh no, I didn't mean to say that. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh! <laughs> Every second is gift. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't say that. Um, he sort of looks over and goes. Um, uh, some live long, some live not long. Depends on oh. where we live. I'm sorry. It's very. That was very undiplomatic of me, Sick. Sorry. Um. Uh, Yes, are you a fisherman? What, what, what is your occupation? Mirish I am like. bait. What? I, they are a deep sea creature that like the look of me, so I am bait. That sounds terribly dangerous. I get big breath, I go, <gasps> and then I hold on to hook, and then I go down and I do a little dance under sea. Does he do the dance? He does the dance. You see him do like a little like wiggle with his arms and legs, making as much <laughs> movement as possible. Oh, Stick, have you seen creatures down there? I heard that there have been... There yes. are many creatures in deep. I paint myself with a luminescent paint to make myself look more appetizing. Really? That seems... Okay, you must be very brave. Stig, very tough. Shows off his tiny muscles. Yeah. <laughs> this word angler bites me. He bends over and shows you his calf. There's a massive chunk missing from it. Ah! Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Do you, I, do you... Not so quick that time. Stig, Stig, not get away. Well, you're very brave, Stig. That's an incredibly dangerous job. I hope that you're paid overhangs. Are you paid? Well. Oh, yes. Pay, paid lots. That's good. Are you represented? Re- represented? Yes. What? What is union? Uh, Stig not oh. on this word. Well, mirror <laughs> 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 the trade unions, fishermen's trade unions. So this is ridiculous. No, Stig. I have to ask. I need to. I need to find out who's who's in charge here. That's that's terrible working conditions. I report to Borg. 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 Oh, bulk. B B O L G. Bulk. Oh, bulk. Bulk. Oh. And 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 they are what? Bulk friends. They take uh... care of Stig. When Stig wash up on on raft here, Bulk look after me. And then when we discover that Stig delicious to all creatures of the deeps, Stig now bait. Right. Stig, have you heard a call recently? As you say that, his eyes go wide. You here too? Yes. D- draconic, you know? You know? He nods. I feel call of ancestors to north, but stick afraid to go. 
hear bad stories of the north. Don't don't go. You must stay for being bait here. I think. Uh, Stig thinking maybe time to retire. Make enough money. Have three houses. How many houses do Stig need? Uh, well, in this economy, probably not anymore. But it's good to have an investment. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have more than one house in case one float away. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Yep, I can imagine that would be... Sometimes don't come. <laughs> house get washed away. You live in a very stream environment, Stig. Uh, welcome to Drithaven. You know, if you do want to retire, but don't want to retire all the way... <laughs> <laughs> I have a business card. <laughs> I do have a business card. <laughs> yeah. He's tough. Stig- He's a tough little kobold. Stiggle, Stiggle take the business card and look and go... Adventuring opportunity of lifetime. Yes, that's right. Yes. Tempest Guild looking that's... for you. They're looking for you. No, you. you, you. They're looking for me. You. But yes. why does card say you? Uh, it's, I, well, it's, it doesn't translate well in Draconic. Uh, the grammar. Uh, yes. It's my, it's my, it's my own, you know, I, I helped start the guild and, you know, we do, we do ah, good you things. You small business owner. Stick small it's, business owner. Yes, so, yes, or so more of a free trader at this rate, but yes, so we, we paid over. Yes, Stigmore contractor. Guild, you know, yes. Yeah. Oh, wow, interesting. <laughs> sometimes I work for Bulk, sometimes Bulk not want to go fishing, so I offer offer services as bait to other fishmen. <laughs> I, I can see you're a man of business. If you ever do want something a bit different before you retire, I think that this will be... Actually, you know what? Are you, are, are you going fishing? Are you looking for giant squid? Stig very good at it's, it's, it's giant squid. Find Stig very tasty. No, but... The light. The light from paint makes squid like the light. Especially when I do dance. Because then it makes the light shift around. Squid like that. Squid, squid like Stig. Squid like Stig. We're, we're looking for dragons, Stig. I'm not sure if you're the... Uh... A luminescent distraction to the dragons would be horrible. Dragon, dragon, uh, that would be hazard pay to be paid for dragon. I agree. No, no, that would be included in your contract. You should definitely four times pay for dragon. Dragon, scary. Yes, we. They are rather scary. Yes, but you know, you just get on with the job, don't you? You seem you seem less sad now. Did I guess. Can I buy you a drink, Stig? Oh, Stig has been told not to consume alcohol. Not after last time. Dare I yeah. ask? It's up to Did you? you? Yeah, she she says that. She says, "Dare I ask?" Uh, Stig, not remember. No one tells Stig what happened. <laughs> but it's bad. People hey, look at Stig differently ever since. Time. Well, I can get you, do you prefer fish oil? How about just something to eat? Uh, it's okay. Stig has much to do. I have to get back home and check on family. Oh, you have family? Yes, night shift tonight, so we need to make sure little ones are tucked in safe before bed. Ah. 
Well, stick it with It's not to meet you. Stick might not come home, so must make sure they're well looked after. <laughs> well, how to, how to fuck with your players 101. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thank you for your kindness. No problem. We look out for one another here in Dirthaven. Many have been kind to Stig. Stig kind to many. That's a good way to be. And now you can be kind to don't. many. Yes. Well, don't. Well, my advice is don't follow that call. There's too much here. You've got too much here. Stig might have some advice for you too. Oh? Sometimes we feel pulled between what we want to do and what we think we should do. Correct. Do what you think you should do. Not always what you want to do. Do what you know to be right. In here. Wait, sweetheart. Very wise. Stig try. That's all we can do, Stig. Voices have always been good to guide Stig the way they do. Voices? Oh, yes. Stig hear voice all the time. Oh, yes. Are you a warlock as well? What is warlock? What is warlock? That sounds nope. like magic thing. Ah, oh, they they have this person that gives them power and that talks to them and. Stig, Stig has no power. Per, 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 not not person. Voice is um. Uh, voice is guide. Uh, assist Stig with understanding what is right and wrong. When Stig first arrived here, Stig had very different ideas of what is right and wrong coming from Cobalt home. But the voice has helped Stig learn what is right and wrong. Stig had very different idea when he first came here. So you're from the, the other Cobalts? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh. i one year old when I arrived here. Oh, right. That's you... teenage Cobalt. Oh, yes. Very similar to teenage Dragonborns, I imagine. But did with this voice? What, who, talks to you? Uh, it sounds like a kindly old man. Let's speak okay, draconic. Mira's just like okay, cool. <laughs> in draconic. Yes, speak in draconic. No one else seemed to hear voice. Every time Stig tell people of this, they give him that look that you're you're, you're doing. I'm not, no, I'm not doing. No, no, <laughs> no, I'm not. Mm-mm, no. Sometimes they do thing with finger. They move around ear in circle motion. Oh no, that's not what I'm thinking at all. And then they point to depth and say, "Stig, been too deep, too long." Oh, um, mm. something about nit- nitro, nitro, nitroglycerin poisoning, nitrogen. <laughs> mm. <laughs> ah, Mira doesn't know what that is. Maybe, maybe that's maybe it's your conscience. That's what I was told. Con- conscience. Hmm. I like this name. It's a good name. Hmm. I don't know. Well, if something guides you, then that's... That's good. <laughs> yes. Voice told me to come and comfort you. Said you needed it. Oh? Yes. Stig walking past, keen to get home, but... Uh, saw you and thought, Oh, poor dragon lady is feeling down. And then Voice said... Go comfort. She need help. 
And I thought back to all the time I have been helped when I needed help. So I came and helped. You did. You did. And you can thank your... The old man in your head. The voice the voice told me to say thing as well about choosing between what you think is right and... Steve not know what any of that means. <laughs> Does he, he sort of cocks his head. He, he cocks his head for a moment as if listening to something and then looks back at you and goes, Voice... I not understand. Voice say you already know what you need to do. Your raises is a scaly eyebrow. Ah, uh, I mean, I know what I need to do. It's just very difficult. It doesn't... I don't know if I'll have the strength to do it, Stig. Hmm. You look very strong to Stig. Hmm. Rather than well, think about all you need to do, just think about each day. That's what Stig do. If Stig had to think about being plunged into the dark depths of the water every single time to be possibly consumed by dark creature, Stig would shit his pants. <laughs> but I just think about I go down each meter one at a time. That's kind of like when you boil a frog in water, but that's okay. That's Wait, fine. Wait, what? Uh, no, no, no. Why you torture frog? No, no, no. It's something that something that I've heard saying saying. That's 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 good advice. That's very good advice. It's just it's so hard to know who to trust, Stig. Everyone seems to be having ulterior motives, and everyone I kind of come in contact now, they just seem darker. It's hmm. uh, it's not something. It's just Maybe. be nice to have a bit of guidance. It'd be nice to have a, bo- a voice in your head. Maybe they have lost light. Without the light, it is hard to see when you are in the dark and where you are headed. Maybe they don't know the path where they walk. Like when Stig is dropped into dark ocean, Stig not always know where Stig is. So that's why Stig bring luminescent paint to light up. Hmm. Maybe you need to bring light. Where did you get the paint? Uh, you can just buy from down road. Made from um, uh, saltpeter and phosphor. Phosphor. Lucky about that. Maybe if he's not too busy, I think he's something was. Yeah. Yes, sometimes sometimes Stig provide the urine needed to make paint. Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's in, that's biodegradable. Yes, lovely. Well, Stig, I, I think thank you for your kind words. Uh, I better go back to my friends, but you better go back to your family while you still live. I mean. Um, <laughs> while they're oh. not asleep yet. Uh, mm-hmm. Hmm. Stay safe. Voice says you will... Voice says you will find your way. It seems to really believe in you. Stig believe in you too. Oh, thank you, Stig. Mm. Stig nods, begins just patting off down the road. Um, as you get to a fork in the road, you can see uh, a human sort of walks past and goes, Hey, Stig! Stig gives a wave. Stig is quite beloved in this town. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mir- and then Mira you go back in. Mira up and she kind of feels like, you know, that warm kind of feeling when you talk to people you don't know when you're travelling and they're just really nice. Are you sure it's not the hotbox? It's the hotbox. She's been sitting box. on it this um, whole time. It's just yeah, like smoking yeah, under, yeah. Her, under her back. Yeah, we'll awesome. jump back into the guys inside and then as you walk back in again, we'll, um, we'll, we'll have you rejoin. So yeah, back inside. Um, 
Batara sort of, Mira's just left and Batara sort of looks over and goes, do you reckon she'll miss her drink? <laughs> we can always order her another one. She reaches over and I takes mean... her drink. <laughs> oh, Batara! Oh, what? We'll just get another one. She won't even notice. Trust, trust, trust me, you don't want to leave an uncovered glass in here too long. Sometimes, let's call it salt, can drip from the ceiling. And she points up at all the tables above you, and you can see that it's pretty warm in here. There's fires. There are sweaty people in this room, and because the tables are arranged vertically, yeah. And see, most people have steins that have lids on them, um, but the free drinks you've got are open cups. Oh, oh, I see. I suggest you drink up quickly. Sorry, that was Sting. <clears throat> yeah, I suggest you drink up quickly. Sorry, that, that voice oh, that I do for Stig is really hard to shake after I've done it for yeah, like yeah, more than yeah. a few seconds. I really have to focus to get back into it. Right, so this is Batara. Hey, Batara leak. There we go. I've got her back. There we go. I'm back. Right. One of these days I'm scared I'm going to forget my own voice. <laughs> I'm just going to be going to walk in like, <laughs> Hello, hello, and welcome to the Lost Archives. WT <laughs> Beard. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the Lost Archives. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Telling tales. Have you got a story for me? Uh, well, what what kind of story oh, are you after? My God, please, Lockie, tell a story. <laughs> a story, a true story. It's really important that it's true, and it happened to you. I do. You know what? Maybe, maybe I'll save my story for the end. It's a well. I don't know how you want to end this night. It's a bit of a downer. Maybe we should start with that one then, and then move to more like fun-filled tales. Like, it's all good to have a bit of a scare, have a bit of a cry, but... Yeah, I think that might be... That might be a good good idea. I, uh... Yeah, sort of, like, gets comfortable. Finishes his drink. Sets up a little bit straighter. (laughs) Finishes his his pulp juice. Very nice. Yeah, Yeah, so the pulp Uh, juice is is very nice, but very alcoholic. It burns down your throat as you you drink it. That's beautiful. He loves it. But it quenches you. It is quenchy. Oh, just like slam the glass. The quenchiest, you could say. The quenchiest. The quenchiest. <laughs> I would say he's probably like a bit nervous being in a social setting, so he probably yeah. like did down the whole thing at once. Like, no. just like... <laughs> all right, that's going to be a constitution save, please. Yeah, that's totally fine. <laughs> oh well, we'll I was just waiting for someone to say, "I down my drink like a man." I'd be like, "Yeah, make a constitution saving throw like a bitch." Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, whew. Yeah, you have to sort of be like, <gasps> yeah, yeah, as you gasp yeah, from the alcohol. Um, yeah. Batara slaps you on the back and has a bit of a laugh and goes, Hey, I told you, sweet. Has a real kick to it, though, didn't it? You were joking. <clears throat> wow. Bit of God, a smooth aftertaste, though. Once the burning goes away, you'll find it's quite smooth. Uh, it's something to do with the way the polyp like produces some like natural oils. It's quite, quite slick down the back of the throat. Uh, at this point, Lockie, yeah. um, a warm plate is handed to you covered in this yellow oil. Oh, wonderful. Sorry it took so long. I was just attempting to locate a warm plate. And how did you manage to warm this one up? He holds out his hand and conjures a ball of fire in it. The wolf, the wolven man. And it took, his you, hand. it took you 20 minutes to do that? Okay. No, it took me 14 plates to not break them. <laughs> oh. Fair. Well, I thank you very much. Pleasure. I'm gonna hold up the plate and just drizzle it. Just drizzle it into the gaps. <laughs> um, 
below you, below you, there are two halflings enjoying a hearty meal. And then as they're like, as they're eating and enjoying it, there's like, as the oil begins dripping through you onto the table below. And the halflings are like, hey, what's going on up there? <laughs> no, stop that. And they're like swinging the rope to pull their table away. And then they latch it onto the side and they look up at you and give you, start giving you dirty glares, Lucky. <laughs> I'm sorry, one, one of them's their eyebrows are just soaked and it's like dripping down the side of their face and they're like trying to wipe it off and it's just wiping grease all over their face can Chana just do a quick prestidigitation and just yes, clean them all up including their table sorry oh, that's skin, very lovely of you thank you so much for that thank you if you could try not dripping oil all over the other customers in future well I'm what am I going to do? I can't help gravity. <laughs> they sort of look about that and then... You can't help gravity. It's true. You can't, you can't help gravity. No, you can't. <laughs> They're just really like shaken by that statement. <laughs> um, yeah, Bataro looks back over towards you with them. Aye, so, uh, your tail. I trust your throat's healed enough to talk. Oh, oh yes. Yes, it's gone down quite the trees after the, uh, after the burning. Um, <gasps> yes. <laughs> Burn. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll save you the life story. Uh, we might be here a while, but um, just I a guess tale the... from your past, something that that's that tells us a bit about who you are, what you what, uh, you what you do, how you live, what you believe. Hmm. Well, I um, I suppose I uh, lived in Oxenford quite a while, um, long time. I imagine that was a bit of a struggle for you, given what you've said about cities. Uh, it was. I guess it was my experiences in Oxenford on the street that uh, sort of made me not really enjoy cities. I uh, roughed it with a few uh, less fortunate. That's where I learned my trade. But the city became stifling and restrictive, and the call of the wild sort of drew me out into the world. And uh, I found a love for the trees and for nature, for animals and the wilderness and that feeling of freedom, which I'm sure you are and your people are all too familiar with. Yeah, that, that call you described, was it really like a call? You felt compelled to go to the wilds, you felt pulled towards them? I, uh, yes. Yes, I did. I... That, that was Melora speaking to you. Maybe not huh. as other gods do, directly speaking, but... That's how she communicates. That feeling of what you need to do, that that drive, that instinct. That's Melora. I always figured it was maybe my wood elven heritage perhaps calling me back, but... Hey, the wood elves have long been connected with Melora. Before the orcs were. She was their god originally, before... Well, we don't really know what happened between Melora and the wood elves, but it doesn't seem like they're on speaking terms as much anymore. There are a few who still worship her, but... Her uh, people are us, the ox, the, the Maloran ox. I am. Um, I'm a little estranged from my from my folk. I, uh, I haven't seen a wood elf or been around their kind for quite a while. Um, that must my, be my heart. Yeah, I, yes, I am. Um, my childhood was is quite hazy in my memory. It's I've lived for quite a long time. Um, I don't quite remember the exact details of how I ended up on the streets, but. Yes, I don't know. I never felt compelled to find them. Just felt uh, comfort in being around nature. Um, but yes, I suppose my travels through the forests, I 
begun to pick up certain bits and things, and that led me into this side line of work. I returned to the city begrudgingly, the only city that I'd known, and found work there, and one thing led to another, and eventually I found a traveling expedition based in Oxenfurt, the Oxenfurt Historical Society. Uh, Aye, they... we've heard of them. They came through only a few months ago, a dive team looking for a shipwreck. Oh, really? Aye, uh, oh, uh, yeah, only uh, about eight, nine months ago. Oh. They dredged the seafloor for three weeks and then left. Do you remember their names at all? Um, oh, do I remember? Um, Commander Thomas? He seemed to be, he was the cap, Captain Thomas or Commander Thomas? He, he mm. seemed to be the leader of the group. Um, he was the one who generally dealt with, with us, so he was sort of like the liaison between the, the rest of his men and us. They didn't spend too much time in town, they stayed on their, uh, on their ship and spent a lot of time dredging, but they hired a few of the local boys to help out and um, very respectful. Uh, they divided some of the spoils with the town, they, they donated some of what they'd found to, to the town. Some of the, some of the families, well, yeah, some of the, some of the families that are from here had lost family members to that shipwreck, uh, grandparents and great-grandparents. And so I think they actually recovered some remains for them as well. That's excellent to hear. Yes, uh, Lucky, I, I think you yeah, said... Yeah, sorry, what were you saying? Oh, yeah, sorry, I just had a, had a question popping into my mind. No, we're definitely looking for a sea ship, not a sky ship, yes? Uh, yes, it was a sea ship that had uh, sunk. Hmm. Intriguing. What, what I've heard of Commander Thomas before in my time with the with the Oxenford Historical no, Society you wouldn't would... you would not have um okay no you uh, commander thomas definitely not but you i mean you would have heard um one of the one of the up and coming um sort of explorers who had been given a few sort of middle management positions um thomas merrigood a um a halfling uh well known okay. for being um very very verbosious very very um into the expeditionary and exploratory lifestyle but happy to sort of take more of a an advisory role than getting his hands dirty uh, right. but he he was middle management only um if, okay. if this is the same person sounds like he's had a promotion yeah right that sort of um raised a bit of an eyebrow and go oh well i uh, i knew that their reach was wide but um hmm, interesting that they were up here well it was a ship were... from oxenfurt that had sunk originally oh well that makes sense Hey, I think it was 60 years ago, 70 years ago, the ship sank. Huh. Well, uh, there's probably fellows in Oxen first, uh, probably had a vested interest in it or somewhat. Uh, I, I, it was a merchant vessel, uh, as well as a people carrier. Uh, many souls were lost when the ship went down, but also a lot of treasure, so I suspect financial interest was driving that one. Uh, and they certainly were happy it, with what they found. It often always is, and I can tell you that it is sometimes, well... Can make expeditions go a little bit uh, awry. Aye, they almost got into some trouble with the Tritons. It's at this point, Mira, that you walk back in, as she says, got into trouble with the Tritons. Um, uh, what's your passive perceptions, everybody? Apart from me. <laughs> uh, pretty oh, high. Everyone else? That's good. My passive perception ten is 10. 10 for Shana. 21. 21 <laughs> for Yervith. you're going to spot yeah. this. 14. Okay. 14. Lockie, you just spot this. 14 is the DC. Yervith uh, and Lockie, Mira's Ertzat's eye, which had previously been red, has now shifted. It is now a silver blue. Ooh, it has changed oh. colour since she left the 
the tavern since she left the bar. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. What that means. Uh, don't know what that means, but I kind of <laughs> I clock it and I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's something you yeah, don't notice it immediately, but it does sort of over the next few minutes. You have noticed it instantly, but Lockie, it yeah. sort of takes yeah. you a minute or two and then suddenly you go, oh, her eyes are a different colour. Hmm. I didn't, re- yeah. I didn't program that. I didn't. I, 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 I guess it's mirror walks in. I not programmed in. an RGB cycle to be going right now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess as mirror walks in, I'm like in conversation, and I just like look in and go, "Ah, oh, mirror." Okay, I hope you're feeling okay. And uh... yes, sorry, my apologies. I shouldn't have have left. I oh. just needed some fresh air. Um, Batara stands drink? up and holds out a hand, holds out a hand to you to, to help, basically pull you across the table and sits you down. and goes, "I, I just wanted to apologize. Sometimes a good story gets away from me." If I've caused any distress, please forgive me. I, I, sometimes, no, no. I, I sometimes I'm a bit blind to that sort of thing, you know. Like I really get into the tale, and I, deepest apologies. I never meant to cause you any harm or distress. No, no, that's okay. Um, I've just had a lot on my mind, and my list was getting a bit long of the things to. I'm gonna, you know what? She'll just take out the list and she'll crumple it up and throw it over her shoulder, and she's like, "Where's that drink?" Oh, yes, sorry. Um, It's on its way. The one that was here, someone dripped oil all through it. She sort of like looks at oh. Lockie and gives a bit of a wry smile. Huh. Was that a... Oh, yes. What? She holds up a scrap of sail and then immediately the albatross <laughs> grabs it and disappears again. Um, within a few minutes, Mira, your drink is brought back out again, as is a second round for everybody. Um... Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, second More round. Oil. More oil. Uh, there are two drinks for you, Mira. You're two drinks are placed in front of you oh oh okay yes. you gotta catch up you gotta catch up oh okay yes i gotta catch one, up two yes. three go one two okay, three yep. go one two three <laughs> can i have a constitution <laughs> saving throw please i'm just doing it like he's just like shoveling oil on himself <laughs> i feel i feel really bad for um for, for peer pressuring <laughs> 11 mira oh, there's it this is strong like you you sort of you are fire resistant. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not. It's not a burn for you. It's just immediately the alcohol goes straight to your head. Um, oh no! You very quickly feel. You feel quite warm, quite good. But as you sort of are like leaning back, you feel your head's a little bit heavier than what you normally remember. And as you're like moving around, <laughs> your head just feels like that, like ten percent heavier. And it's like, oh, mm-hmm. mm, this is fun. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, ah. Hey, sorry, uh, Yerevas was telling us a bit about his background. Oh, oh. yes. Yes, well, I, um... But yes, I, I made some friends in the expedition, uh, in the Office of Expedition Society, and Captain Jaden picked up on my skills as a ranger tracker, um, and then I did a couple of... a uh, couple of uh, jobs with them, going into the forests and jungles and whatnot, finding temples and ruins and all sorts, you name it, and... Uh, well, I think uh, our luck ran out um, a few months ago now, and you can start to see, start to see like you ever starts to get like a little bit like more like there's a bit of a darkness sort of like emanating from it now. Like uh, he feels like a little bit sad, sort of thinking about it again. He goes, uh, "Yeah, we, um, we went to the jungle not too far from here, about a week's ride. You know the one. Just, just, just." Yes, it was. Uh, it was meant to be a straightforward uh, reconnaissance mission, but it, uh, it all went sideways. Uh, the promise of gold, promise of fame, 
it got to Captain Jaden's head, and, well, the want he, he, uh, they ambushed us, and, well, um, I was the only survivor. She nods, holds up her drink. To Captain Jaden and the crew. Aye. May our souls rest on the waves, in the leaves of the trees, and on the wind, wherever peace will find you. Takes a drink. Thank you. Thank you. Drink. A good way to honor his memory. Yeah. He would have loved it here. Hold up your plate. Yeah, yeah. he's holding up his plate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the podcast listeners, uh, Michael has both hands open holding his plate and tipping it into his face essentially during that. Um, amazing. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I, uh, I lived in the jungle for many weeks, at least two months, before I uh, ran into these guys. Aye, so these helping people... them Aye, so these people helped you, you helped them, and now you travel together. Sometimes the yes. crew is not the one you start with. The crew are the people who you pick up along the way and travel with you. Look after He's very useful. He's very useful. Aye, that mm-hmm. cloak in particular. I've been mm. watching that. It was blue outside before. I've noticed it's now changed to a more woody brown. Yes. Very interesting. Very useful. I'll tell you that. Where did you get that from? Quite yeah, a gift, but... that cloak. Oh, it's a good this, question. Yervith so, um... and I haven't actually talked about this, where no, he got his cloak from. Um, yeah. Look, do you know what? I'm happy to leave it entirely up to you. Um, if you if you want it to be something that was handed down to you, if you want it to be something that you found in a ruin, if you wanted it to be maybe left with you when you were a child, you've always had this. It's been with you your whole life. I um, want to say, I, I want to lean into Yervis like, sort of younger years as, yeah. a, as, a, as a as a bit of a rogue, a bit of a thief um, yeah. on the streets of Oxenford. I guess uh, in his sort of training, in his apprenticeships with some of those... Uh, Street urchins and yeah, street urchins and whatnot. Yeah. You know, like learning, learning the the tricks of the trade uh, was almost like a bit of a graduation present for one of his uh, from one of his masters. You know, he'd been he'd stolen it from a, from someone and been holding on to it for a very, very long time. And yeah, yeah. Seeing see, see, seeing Yervis like sort of like Wanderlust sort of pushing him out from the city. It's kind of like a a parting ways gift to sort of say you know. do you want it to be the thing that you stole that gave you that that it was sort of like that was your that was your test your final test was to steal a magic item sure. from a shop yeah 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 what you stole perfect yep. yeah yep so you yep. walked past cases of these like like a clawed skeletal hand holding a crystal ball yeah. there was a, a large bow that was um had these like black runes all over it and then oh. just as you're sort of like turning around to sort of figure out what to get this little rustle of cloth and you turn and see this very shabby perfect gray cloak that just speaks to you yeah 100 that's that's perfect amazing like that a lot yeah hey what a teal interesting the owner of that cloak's never come for you come for it though right <laughs> no not, not that i know of not that i'm aware of it was a mighty long time ago i don't know if they'd even be alive look you do what you got to do to survive melora knows that hey. we know that that's how it is the streets can be tough Sounds like it was meant for you, though, Yavith. It's oh, part yeah. of you now. I, yes. I guess it is, in a, in a sense. Yavith mm-hmm. realizes that he's never tried to take it off. It's like, is this cursed? Wait. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah no, Yavith probably wouldn't have. You, you, yeah, you wouldn't have seen Yavith without his cloak. He's usually pretty much attached to it, um, or as much as you've seen it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sort of nods in realization of like, yeah. 
dead. I guess. What a tale! Hits. What a tale oh. indeed. Well, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice, Claire. You're, you're killing this. You're getting an inspiration yeah. point for that, um, and your continuing commitment to this uh, to this drunken state. I love it. I have a bit of a bit of a grin as I like look at Mira. Like, uh, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. I haven't really had the chance to tell that story to many people. Uh, yeah, feels good to get it out. Hey, indeed. So, heading north, tracking down the source of that noise from the sounds of things. Interested in dragons. I'm going to say three words, quietly, inconspicuously, and I just want you to tell me what your response is to them. Order of Dragon. Mm-mm. Yeah, I had a feeling you might be tracking those buggers. We had a ship come through with a couple of them looking for supplies that they did not want to pay for. They thought they could come in and take what they needed. We taught them that while we are peaceful, free spirits, we will defend our people and our resources with blood and curiosity. So they left quite quickly after that. I really like this town. Oh, yes. Best city I've been in. I thank you. If only the world was a bit more like us, more in tune with nature, more happy to embrace the wild. Everyone would be happy. You're not, you're not going to find overcrowding here. We don't produce like, 12 kids that we can't look after. We're very careful. We look after each other and we make sure that we can only support who we can support. No snobby no- nobles that uh, um, their riches around. We do have one of those, but we're trying our best to break him down. Now we've uh, made progress. Can you just cut his house loose and let it drift away? I, I, yes. No, no that would be murder. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> People cutting houses loose? Who told you that? No, maybe in a storm being broken loose, but never cut loose. No, no, we would never do that. Stig hmm. said he got three houses. Oh, you've met Stig. Stig's a bit of a local character around these parts. A bit mysterious. I've myself never seen a blue kobold before. M- me neither. Hey, normally it's they're sort of like... ready brown buggers. Well, they're not like any other kobold I've seen before either. Well, there's a few kobolds here in town. I mean, his wife's lovely. His children are lovely. Um, I th- he's got... I mean, he calls him his brother, but he's not really his brother. He's not a kobold that came in on a ship and decided to stick around. But, I mean, kobolds are good enough if you... If they've had a bit of a chance to get used to us smooth have skins any, that they call us. Have any kobolds or dragonborns left or gone after this cult? Do you yes, know? Yes. Yes. Two dragonborn left with the uh, with the ship. I'm not sure what they said to him. We have been working on the assumption that they were kidnapped, but all their stuff was taken, packed up, they were seen leaving of their own free will, so we're assuming it's some sort of coercion or some... We don't want to think that they've been... Oh yeah, sorry, go on. Are they locals? Do you know them well? They were, yeah. They lived here for 20, 30 years. Um, Mated pair. Um, green and brass been here for all their lives hmm interesting merchants um, they'd been involved with some trading and uh, selling one day the ship came in they closed up their shop took everything that they had and then attempted to assist the cult in taking everything others had 
You don't say. I. There are some who whisper that they were here the whole time, that this was always the plan, but I don't believe that. I can't believe that. I can't believe that my neighbors could be not who they say they are. It's, it's too hard for me to think like that. So I can only, I have to assume that they were convinced or coerced or maybe magic was involved. I know there's spells that you can do to make a person act against their self-interest. Um, you can suggest a line of, of, of action. You can control them. I'm hoping it's something like that. Mm. But that, that ship came through about a week before the horn sounded. Mm. A, week before. a week before. A week before. Aye. They were on their way there. Oh, they were going mm. to sound it. They must know where it is then. They, they must be people who knew it, where it was. Well, this it's is where it gets interesting. Time. Their ship was crushed in the sea ice, but we found no bodies, supplies had been taken, and there were strange marks across the snow, like a sled, and these paw prints that looked almost... I mean, like claw prints, really. Maybe one of those polar bears you were telling us about. Uh, More like a lizard's claw, if I had to make a guess. Hmm. Mm. Oh. That's concerning. Aye. So we repurposed the ship we figured that they wouldn't need it they're not coming back from that place alive so we we repurposed the ship and turned it into a uh, well a new cover for some of the people who'd lost things during the during the raids repaired buildings made a new fish trap some crab pots hmm. Hmm. Do you right? think... oh, sorry Shona. sorry oh no no go ahead Mira I was just going to say, would anyone be able to show us where the ship was last seen? That might be a, a clue we could continue oh, oh, I, from there with wait, the just keep in mind, I, I can take you to the location where it was run aground, but just keep in mind that the sea ice is always moving. Whether I'll be able to find the exact iceberg, I had to say, we might get lucky. Um, mm. We have had some heavy snowfall since then, so any sign that was there might be a bit tricky. But they, look, you never know. It's worth a look, mm. but I can take you to where the location was. I know, I know, compass directions and coordinates. I can, I can take you to where, where roughly it was. What do you think? I mean, it's, it's a lead. It is a lead, well, but I agree. I was just going to say, sorry. Um, if if you've got the compass coordinates and the map coordinates, um, you. You know, you don't need to trouble yourself to that degree to you know come all the way out and just to show us some. Um, We've got a navigator on board that we could probably, you know, point point the coordinates at if... Unless you want to come with us, in which case, you know, I mean, I don't have any objections. Hey, if you'll have me, no. I'll come. I, don't, I certainly don't have any objections. I just need I've... to sign a waiver and then it's fine. <laughs> what does what does this waiver say? I'm suspicious oh. of documents. It's fine. Make me make me a persuasion check <laughs> with disadvantage, and you know you know why you're making it with disadvantage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Twenty-one. <laughs> Sixteen. <Pretty good. laughs> Look, you seem like a reasonable person. Do you know what? You you don't seem like the sort of person who would lie. If you say it's fine, it must be fine. 
Um, no, it's, it's all right. It's not that much out of my way. I was planning on heading out generally in the same sort of area. I've got to meet with some of the Tritons at some point. Um, I'll send down a conch shell, let them know that I'm, I'm coming out. and uh, They can meet us there and I'll have a chat with them. I'm just looking at acquiring some, um, some branching coral. I need some of the red variety to make some dyes. Oh, can look out for that too. It's very deep. How good are you at swimming? Well, not bad. Okay. I mean, I, I can hold my breath for an astonishingly long amount of time. I, I would imagine Actually, it's yeah. an astonishingly long amount of time because you don't breathe, correct? Correct. Right. And that <laughs> would be an astonishingly long time. Forever is, indeed, an astonishingly long amount of time. Sorry, Shannon, what were you going to say? Oh, I, it was more just a another strange idea. I mean, theoretically, we could tie a rope to Loki, have him walk along the bottom to go get the red branch king coral, and then we can pull him up when he's found some. As we fly above the water as well. I have done something slightly similar, actually. Um, I was, you were talking about stories, and I was thinking about one from, from years ago, where... We'd create crafted. Yes, thank you, thank you, Ria. I might not have heard this one, Lucky. That that didn't sound like a mirror comment. That sounded like a clear comment. (laughs) 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 Just wanna just wanna check in. That I don't think that was mirror talking. I think that's clear talking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we we we'd um. This is before the 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 culture come to the, the the. Discussion. So we'd we'd crafted a large, um, almost like tuning fork. That when the uh, we would try and capture wyvern uh, companies and things, would pass over them and create like a bubble, uh, elemental bubble using the using the magics, and we'd reel them in. So it'd be nice and safe. Now, what had happened is it had come down, and it was not working. So what we did instead is somebody had the bright idea of putting a large ball together with some of the uh, the energies and I was inside the ball so what I would do is I would gyroscope and, and like guide the ball and it was almost like this big swinging pendulum thing which is very similar to your idea but it went a, a little awry and we nearly took out the uh, tower on the on, on the top there where the, uh, the the demon lady ended up living but right. it nearly worked wow. my question is right, you're, you're made of metal so to withstand the sheer pressure of the ocean this big ball is going to be made of metal too right Oh, I don't know if that, that was the idea I was going, going with, but it was a, just an amusing anecdote. It is an amusing but, anecdote. Well, then let's go back to using you, then. I'm just worried that we're right. essentially dragging along a boat anchor, right? Because that's what he would be. Mm. Uh, and what yeah. if he got stuck in, like, a section of rock, and the rope tried to pull him, and the rope snaps, and now he's trapped down there forever? Yeah, we don't, we don't have That might not a... be a good idea. We don't have a method of you talking to the oh. guys upstairs. Can tug on the rope. <laughs> can you not create? Um, I know that there's a possible to create like a jar of water. Yeah, I know that Lyra was very attached to it. Is it possible not to do something with air? Because if I had a jar of air and some sort of inflatable-ish <laughs> thing that was deflated around me, I could then inflate. Oh, yes. The problem is, though, oh, something can't. strange happens to air when you go down. A, a lot of it us do something called free diving. Yeah, it compresses. 
really quite rapidly. It's um, sometimes freedivers will find pockets of air trapped. The seafloor, the corals are always producing oxygen. The, the ocean around mm. here are very oxygenated. Sometimes it pools in caves. But if a diver goes and takes a breath of that air from that cave, they have to be so careful because it's yeah. at a different pressure. So whenever you take a breath of air from a cave, you have to keep your mouth open and always be breathing bubbles. I have seen what happens if you don't. I've seen someone's lungs explode from the pressure differential. It is, don't they scream when they come back up again? You'd be surprised. You'd be very no, surprised. I mean, to, to, to get the air out. Oh, they just go like this. Ah, you yeah, can scream, that's not. true, but you just need a little bit of air, because as soon as the passageway is open, the air can push its way out, so it gets pushed out if it's getting too quick, but yeah. if, it's, if, if you've not got that passageway and if it seals, you explode, like, literally explode. Mm. I've seen it happen. New divers, it, it happens very rarely, but I've seen it. It's awful. I'm more than happy to, to get the Triton who literally breathe water to just dive down and get me some. It's no big deal. Oh, of course. You, you don't have yeah, to go out of your way. I mean, I, you I don't just... have to worry about Lockie's lungs exploding, though. That's... No, no. That's, That's a true. good thing. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I just, I feel like we're, we're really working hard to get Lockie down there, and I could just give the Triton uh-huh. two gold, and they'll give it's me good. all I need. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah, I, I think yeah. it was a, a bit of a, um, uh, what is it, a, a mental exercise? I, okay, yeah. yeah. Good mental exercise, then. That's a good Lockie one. loves the old... Uh, you know, thought little, experiments. Uh, hypothetical scenario. We call them brain yes. wrinklers here. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Because the more you think on them, your brain a becomes brain like old kelp, dries up and gets all wrinkled. Hmm. That's probably not accurate. But... My brain. <laughs> That's a very interesting thought. Sorry. <laughs> right, so... <laughs> Yeah, look, I'm more than happy to come with you. It's not that far out of my way, as long as uh, as long as you can tow my boat behind your, uh, tow my raft behind your uh, behind your airship. It can it can travel in water as well, right? As air, most most can from what I've seen. As long as you're happy yes. to tow my raft behind, I can make my own way back as soon as I've talked to the Triton. Not a big deal at all. I was heading, planning on heading out myself anyway in the next few days. When would you be thinking of heading out? Tomorrow. I think so. We just need to get some supplies. Oh, we need to go and talk to the messenger guild and shout. Now, was there something that you needed to do too? I just don't remember. We needed to talk to the messengers. Oh well, well, Leosin might be able to pass my messages on. Um, ah. so not. I think but... you had. Uh, had you asked him to do? No, you haven't asked him to do that already. We haven't asked him yet. Yeah. But it was it was mentioned while we were walking through the city that mm. Leosin would probably just pass it on anyway. So yeah, being able to cast the spell. Yep. But uh, supplies, yes. Uh, I think we all need to make sure we have enough supplies for the journey ahead. Um, don't really know what the <gasps> waste of uh, North will have in store for us. Actually, Lucky, did you say that you caught Wyverns? Yes, I was about to say that's quite interesting. That's yeah, I heard that too, deal. and I, I made a mental note. Please, you're coming back to that. That was one of my next questions. Oh, yeah. yes. Well, the, the, as part of the, uh, the, the, and one of the reasons that there were wyverns on there in the first place is that they would capture la, um, wild flocks of them and tame them and then breed them. Um, so, yes, we, we, we had almost like a very large tuning fork. Sorry um, to interrupt, Lockie. Who, who would do this? Who was capturing wyverns and taming them? Uh, it was the crew that were living on this. Before yeah, I don't want to say cult. floating. It was before the cult, yes. Who were they? Yes. Big people. They made the, they made the thing fly in the first place. 
Sorry. Um, made it fly. Are you talking about a sky castle? Well, it's not from a castle, but... <laughs> are you it's talking about giants? Big people, yeah, you are. Oh. How old are you? Um... Your chronometer took a few dings, but I'm ticking away nicely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not sure. See, uh, that part of me broke down a long time ago, so I didn't bother to fix it, but I've sort of lost track of the years as they've gone. I, I like the idea of you can't remember how to fix the memory. You can't remember how to fix the memory bank. The first thing that failed, <laughs> the first system that failed, was the memory storage of your repairs. And so, like when that failed, you're like, a eh, bugger. <laughs> no, how is there not some sort of backup for this? <laughs> I, I, I was, I was, um, I was thinking it was more, more, more the whimsical. Oh, I don't need time anyway because I'm, you know, a, a machine. Yeah, true, true, yeah, true. No, that's yeah. I like that too. That's really funny. <laughs> yes, yes, it, it is at least six hundred years, but. Possibly a, a little longer. If you're talking longer. about giants, it's a little longer. 600 years. Wow. Wow. Yeah, ab absolutely longer. The giants are involved. Does it get a bit boring? Oh, no. Well, okay, so for piss <laughs> yeah, up, not time, possibly. But, but after a while, no. Because, see, what I was doing is as I would keep repairing the, uh, the, the 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 sky vessel, and and I sort of started getting a bit of a relationship with her. So was, you, you got to know what bits were breaking, and you were able oh. to watch. And I was you... saying, I was saying, life doesn't life get a bit boring when you've been alive that long? But clearly, if you were really entertained by repairing the same thing over and over again, life mustn't be boring to you. Oh, it's not boring at all. It is an endless series of puzzles. Mm. That's a good way to think about it. Actually, I like that. I agree with that. Okay, so you were with giants, and they trapped wyverns and tamed them. Yes. yes. They would use large string forks, and, and they would then use elemental energies, where they would mix, um, like, bits of air and water together to create, like, large, like, almost bubbles that were impervious. So they would... Wow. Put around the, 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 the flocks of wyverns, they would set these large magical bubbles to sort of, like, gently bring the wyverns on to the deck. Um, and then they would then... They would then befriend them and tame them and then breed them. Were there yes. others of your kind on this floating castle, Lucky? With the um, giants? Or were you the, the only one? Me? No. I would, the, as in Warforged? Uh, yes. I think there was one other fellow, but do he didn't wanna, last very long. Do you want to make me an intelligence he, he got check, Lucky? a couple of uh, arms of one of the clock mechanisms. <laughs> do you want to make me a history check, Lucky? See. Because you probably haven't accessed this part of your memory bank for quite a while. Do you want to see if you recall no. anything extra? Yes, yeah, cool. Fourteen. Lucky. Now that yes. when Yerveth mentions like were there others of your kind, like your first initial response is yeah, there was one other, but he he disappeared after a few weeks, and then you start to remember no, there was this other one, and then there were more, and then as you start to think about it, there were ten, twenty of you at one point. Then you don't really remember what happened to them. You remember them with the giants. You remember less, not long after that, and then and then less again, some time after that, and then and then less again, and then just you. Hmm. Then there was just me, and then we had a landfall at one stage. I went off and stayed in a cave for I don't know how long, and then I woke up and Lyra was there. 
Well, I haven't thought about that in a very long time. Hmm. I was thinking you don't look like many other Warforged. Very strange design. I assumed you were some sort of um, like envoy Warforged. Like, d- d- like it was all sort of designed to look particularly fancy or look particularly intricate. Like it's not, it's not functional. It's all designed, but you, those gears—they're they're actually moving. Like that—that that is you, isn't it? All of those gears taken away. Oh yes. It's the, the, very it's strange. Here, watch this little bit here. That—that—that's the the conversation we're having going into my memory. <laughs> Right, wow. Yeah, that's. I, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't even know that the giants had warforged. But then now that you say it, it makes sense, right? Like the giants were known for their runic magic. Warforged, are, I mean, it's your core. You, you, the words that power you, the words that create you, are, are runic in nature. So it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? Like the warforged design is is almost like a golem in a way. It's like a much more intelligent golem with a soul. I've never thought of it that way before. Yeah, I never realized. Maybe you don't have anything to fear from the salt. I know the others did, but I don't even recognize the metal you're made out of. It looks rusted in parts, but then it's only specific parts. It's almost like rust patterns. Is it actually rust? She like leans over and starts tapping. It sort of is, but it looks like that's not really part of your original design. It looks like that's been added on. Some of those are repairs I've made. Right, okay, well that would make sense. I mean, the, the, the armor around the outside, that, that was, that's my construction. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, that's the bit that's mostly mostly rusted. Your internal components. I'm looking here. That even looks like mithril. Really? Hey, look, I'm not crazy. Look at this. And she gets you to turn your head locky to the side. Um, and as you guys look inside, yeah, the, the um, bolt that makes up his main neck, now that it's been pointed out and he is clearly showing it, it's very, this blue silvery material, very reminiscent of Mithril. Well, well Adamantine is the other name for it. It's changing. Uh, uh, what? Wow. That's not steel. That's rare. Huh. You better make sure no one like tries to scrap you for parts, mate. Oh, they've tried. I, I look at I, I look at Universe very quickly. It's <laughs> <laughs> like. I'm very sorry to hear that. <laughs> I, uh, don't worry. I'm not going to steal the neck for. I know you need it. <laughs> it does. It is useful to, to turn my head. Oh, oh I, I, I bet. Yes. Yes. No, I, I, I don't steal from friends. Don't, don't worry. I trust you, Gather. Inside check. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no kidding. But thank, not- thank you, Loki. Lucky, if you captured Wyverns, could you do that again, or is it the the giant technology is probably? Oh, I, I, I hear I hear Wyverns make a good poison, actually. Oh. Yes, well, yes. the the power for the those devices came from the the mechanisms of the giants, so I don't know if I could have the raw power that they had at their disposal, but I mean with maybe a little bit of help from some of my fellow casters here. Maybe we could throw a couple of elements together and see what happens. That's what I'm made of. Get it. Couple of elements. Uh, I get it. Fire and ice, see? Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
I think I need another drink. Uh, yeah, <laughs> me too. Holds up the me holds too. up the the sail immediately. I'm starting to feel very loose. Oh, <laughs> his arm falls off. <laughs> Dead. Your mithril is showing. <laughs> I've had a bit of a wardrobe malfunction. My adamantine's on display. Oh. Um, yeah, so um. <laughs> <laughs> like a treasure from a sunken pirate wreck. <laughs> make it look shiny. Um, yeah, so uh, another another round of drinks is brought round, and Lockie does indeed start to look very shiny. Um, so, <laughs> you guys drink. Um, yeah. Would anyone else like to specifically ask any questions of Tara? Are there any stories you specifically wanted to request of her? Any stories you specifically wanted to share with her? Um, otherwise I'll do a little bit of like a, we'll, we'll sort of like wrap up with you guys spending a bit of time in the tavern heading to bed and then we'll pick up the next morning. What do you guys reckon? I, I kind of wanted to see. Yeah. Cause you talked about the, um, the defensive capabilities before, yes. cause they saw off the, the cult. Yes. So how often do, does the, um, does the city engage in sort of combat? Cause it sounds like you're very ready for it. I, we have to be ready for it at, at all times, and not just combating people, but combating the sea. I mean, we live in harmony with the ocean, but the ocean is a a fickle mistress, one might say. Storms blow through these areas all the time. We, we have to be ready for it. Um, the very heart of the city, uh, suspended in the water, is a massive sapphire. Stories say that Melora herself empowered the sapphire provides protection from most of the elements here. That's why even though it's quite rainy or stormy outside the city limits, you'll find that the clouds don't really cover as much here. Lightning will never strike within the bounds of the city. And when big waves come, as they hit the edges of the city, they do lose a lot of their power. The gemstone also, we, we can use it to empower our, our weapons. Um, you might notice here that some people carry uh, weapons that have sapphires embedded in them. I, I myself, she pulls out a short sword um, that has a... Um, uh, a, a sapphire gem in, in the pommel. I myself have this. I don't really use it very much. I tend to use my fists. Um, I, I like to sort of do more fist fighting. Uh, I don't like cutting people. It just seems wrong. Like, why Why do I have to slice through and cut when I can just knock them out with a punch, eh? But I, I can carry this, and uh, if, if I need, she presses on the top of the gem, uh, and the water from the condensation around and from the, from the uh, pool of water below slides up and extends the sword into a, um, a much longer form uh, wow. and it takes on this wickedly sharp edge as the water begins rippling around the blade. That's me. Cool. So there's some people with tridents that, that can do that. Cool. I and, and we can shoot it off. The water can be shot as a projectile. Oh, that is incredible. Shana, oh maybe God. You, would you like some... Can you do sell this? I, I mean... Uh, not really, and the problem is they only work within the bounds of the gem. So if you move too far away, it gets weaker and weaker, and then eventually it just is a normal sapphire again. Um, it's the gem that's magic, the the, the, the central gem, the, the the heart of Drifthaven, the, the, the core of oh. Drifthaven. These are just conduits, they're just a connection to it. I mean, just as much of a question, is it only limited to sapphires? Aye. Yep, it has to be a sapphire, and it has to have 12 faces. We have no idea why. 
but the core well, has 12 faces as well. So we, I mean, our hypothesis is that it has to look as much like the gem as possible, and it's transferring some of its power to these smaller gemstones. And they have to touch it for 24 hours. They have to be held against it for 24 hours um, once a year to keep them powered. Exactly 24? Exactly 24. Too long, and they stick to the gem and get absorbed into the core and disappear forever. I have had so many people spend hundreds of gold on a sapphire, perfect sapphire, get it cut to perfection, and then by like two seconds, boom, it's already getting stuck and I have to try and hack it away. And then once you hack it and you don't have the 12 proper faces, it wouldn't work? You have to recut the whole gemstone. It's a nightmare. It is a nightmare. Aye. Yeah. Does, does the, the, you said that there's an aura around the, around the city that extends yes. from the gem. Yes, that's right. Is that aura a perfect sphere or is it also faceted? What? I don't know. I don't think... I mean, you can't see it. I, I, I don't think anyone's... I don't know. But it's not equal. Like, it's, it can't be a perfect sphere because the power gets lost at different points. So maybe it is 12-pointed. It could be. Yeah, it could be. Absolutely. I had never thought about that. Absolutely. That's very cool. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Aye, the keeper of the core. Um, he's a warforged as well. I mean, he took over uh, when uh, the Triton who used to manage it uh, passed away. Uh, since he took over, we've been much better at getting those uh, those sapphires synced up, and he's generally very, very good. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I went to see him, actually. I've not, I've not had to have my gemstone empowered. I've, I've had my family do that for me. I've not really bothered too much, but... Um, Maybe if you wanted to go ask him some questions, he could probably answer questions better than me about the core. Hmm. Well, depending depending on how much time we feel like we have, we could do something along those lines. But well, it's generally quite quiet at night. I mean, he doesn't need to sleep, so we could go visit him now if you want. It's just very interesting. This is not the first time we've heard of gems having these properties of um. I don't know, just adjusting the environment like that one of gins, mm. and then we had the one in the, sorry, the air city. Oh, I, yes. It's elemental magic. Um, uh, the Warforged, um, he says that it's giant magic. Well, he could... I mean, we don't believe him. It's clearly Malora who's empowered this, but he's convinced it's giant magic, and it's not our place to tell him that he's wrong. Don't insult the religion! Exactly. You hear a slight whine as his jaws, like, (laughs) shut. (laughs) Lucky moves up and turns off his voice box and then goes like... (laughs) And then turns his voice box back on again. (laughs) I imagine the noise you're making is like when a computer's, like, revving up. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the fan's going and you're just like... (laughs) You know, it's like it's like a dial-up internet connection. Oh my god! Guess the age of your streamers, everybody. <laughs> Anybody can accurately do dial-up yeah. internet. Boom! You already know exactly which generation they're part of. Oh dear. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, it is interesting. It's something that we. If if it is okay, maybe this gem, Melora's gem magic, might help us maybe right Loki? Uh, it's possible hey well look i'm yeah. happy to take you to him now i mean i was 
been a while since I chatted to old Tinker. It's worth having a little bit of a chat to him again. Tinker. T-N-K-R. Yeah, Tinker. Anyone you know? No, not a name you recognize, Lucky. No, no, no. I just enjoyed the name. Awful, awful to know each other, right? <laughs> That's racist. Right. Two, two racist comments from Twitter. <laughs> two one twice. against Kobolds, one against Warforged. Let's see if Dragon we can get... Bonds. What, are you what happens when you hit three? Do I take away your inspirations and... <laughs> Dragonborn thing. <laughs> Is that... You're testing, me. you're testing me, and you're going to learn that I don't bluff. Ever. If I make a bet, I know the outcome. Mira, I'm taking away your... No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, I, I can take you to him now if you want. It's not that late. She looks at sun's only set an hour or two ago. He'll still be a week. He doesn't sleep. What do you think? Should we get a roadie and head off to see it's, the Warforged? It's a three-minute walk. Let's just go here. Sounds good to me. I, we, we don't we don't want to sleep here anyway. City. So yeah, well, look, city at night's beautiful. All the oh, I'm not going to spoil a surprise. I'll just take you outside and show you. I was, I was going to say, we have to leave here eventually to find you accommodation because you are not sleeping here tonight. I'll tell you that now. You're not sleeping here. I don't care what they offer you. The rooms are cheap, but it's not worth it. Are the beds on... Do you, do you like... Are they floating as well? <laughs> she, she points up and you see that stacked in the rafters are the beds. She goes, oh, they just replace the tables with the beds. You're sleeping while everyone else is drinking and shouting. It's a nightmare. Sailors are used to bunking in hammocks. The novelty is starting to wear a little, I think. Now, sailors are used to bunking in hammocks on the on the deck of a ship. Like that, this is not a problem for them. But uh, common folk, good folk, reasonable folk, need uh, need a room, need somewhere quiet to sleep. I mean, also we we do still have beds on the ship. I mean, oh, I yeah, you could just sleep on your ship. Yeah. That's very true. You don't need to pay for accommodation when you've got it travelling with you. It's a good point. If we go to sleep, right? This is like rebellious Mira. (laughs) (laughs) Mira's like out on the town, ready for... (laughs) (laughs) Well, tell you what, tell you what. Why don't we take a little bit of a tour of the city at night? We'll go a little bit of a circuitous route, stop off at Tinker, and then I'll take you back to the airship. And if you want to go on for more of a drink, you can stay with the dock workers. They can be a bit rowdy. Otherwise, I do have to head to bed. I've got to be really start tomorrow morning. But I can come meet you mid morning after I've done some fishing. Okay, great. Yeah. Right, you guys just settle a bill. I'll beach outside. And with that, Batara jumps off and begins walking outside. I've got it. <laughs> I'll get it. Uh, Mira, you She's walk on over it. to the bar. Um, yeah, a half orc woman steps up and goes, How was everything tonight? Were you happy with the service? Very good, thank you very much. That's you were lovely. at table number four, yes, yes. That'll be ten gold pieces. Oh, shit. That's a lot. Are you sure about the table? Is that right? Was that our table? I'm not sure. Make me a persuasion check. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can do it, I believe in you. 16. 16 oh perhaps perhaps I did point I, you're right dearie I did look at the wrong table four gold pieces sorry I got you confused with the norms that sounds mm. more reasonable yes okay uh, Mira you get the distinct impression she was seeing how much she could get out of you <laughs> being mm-hmm. an out of towner mm-hmm. yep uh, nope 
yeah as you hand over the four gold pieces she thanks you um shana as you're sort of heading out the door the um you can see that the uh, the large sort of uh, wolf wolf like man uh, lupine man um is now sitting down drinking out of a large uh, tankard just drinking this uh, this deep rich amber ale and as you approach she sort of looks up and goes ah snake lady you heading out Heading out. Just wanted to say thanks for the cat earlier. Thank you for meaning I can take a night off. Thank you for that. That's, uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, anytime. How'd you end up around these parts? You born here or drifted in like everyone else? I was born here, but, um, I ran afoul of a sea hag. Hmm. I've heard about them. I heard to <laughs> keep your distance. Yeah. What did you say to the sea hag? I told her um, to go fuck herself. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't quite a sea hag. Um, it was a... Let's call her another snake lady. And she didn't take kindly to being told no. Yeah. I'd, uh, I'd been bitten by a werewolf and was looking for a cure. But, um, she asked a price I couldn't pay, so I told her to go, go fuck herself. And, um, she did this. Now I'm always in lycanthrope form. But I've mostly got it under control. Every uh, every full moon, I have to go chase some chickens, and it's a bit embarrassing, but I get by. Hey, man. What else can you do? <laughs> yeah. I've had just cursed things. <laughs> just had cursed things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. Just saying, go fuck yourself to a hag things. Um, yeah, the, she didn't take kindly to that. That was a bit of a mistake I, I in hindsight. Yeah, no, I. Uh... She wanted my youngest daughter. I mean, what was I gonna say? Uh, well, go fuck yourself seems to be the right answer if you're uh, asking me. I would have said more, but my mouth was turning into a muzzle at that point, so. Any hope for cure at all, or is it at that point? I'm not willing to play around with magic anymore. Fair enough, fair enough. Nah, man. I'm with you there. I'd go, I'd, I'd go after the person that turned me into this, except she's currently a pile of dust blowing somewhere over the South Pacific. <laughs> Sounds like you succeeded then. No, I'd like to see I'd my hag like pile of dust. <laughs> or a bloody <laughs> mess. Pull between my claws as I rip it. He then stops and goes really still and starts breathing in with his eyes closed. Sorry. Sorry. Hey. I just can't get angry. I get it. Oh, yeah. I hear that. Well, uh, what does this hag look like, any chance? Say I come across her during my travels. You've not seen a sea hag before or heard what they look like? Nope. Imagine First I heard an old... was about two hours ago. Imagine an old decrepit woman, seaweed for hair, webbed fingers and toes, who can change her shape and appear like anything she wants to. Very difficult spot. Very difficult spot. Did this one of yours have a name? No, not that she shared with me. She called herself the Sea Mistress. A Sea Mistress? Mm. Well, if we uh, happen to run into her, perhaps we can give her our regards. Yes. If you know what I mean. Yes, that sounds perfect. And if you could bring back her heart for me, I... (sighs) If you could find a way to salvage a piece and bring it back here as a souvenir perhaps. Yes, that would be fantastic. 
I, uh, wow. I, 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 um, uh, could tell you've got a bit of, uh, anger there, and, um, I really, there's some breathing exercises I've been working on, you know. I've yes, been, me too. Been, I've, I've been through that. I've seen that look, you know. Um, I have a bit of a anger management. Do you also tear itself. people's throats out when you lose your temper? Oh, no, I just stab them repeatedly with my sickness. Oh. Not so them. different, then. No, no, I was gonna say, I, uh, I really I really see a lot in me, in you. It's, uh, it's quite interesting. Um, but yes, breathing exercises. It works wonders. I'm sure you're already across it, but um, it really helps me. He holds out a hand to you, Yerveth. Remus. Yerveth. Nice to meet you. I, I imagine it's like the um, the Predator meme, where it's like Arnie and his hands like do that in real life. It is now. Yeah. Yeah. He holds out a hand to you too, Shana. Jackson, Remus. Shana, lovely to meet you. Nice to meet you too. How long are you hanging out in town for? Probably only another day or so. Um, where... Welcome to Travels. Yes, thank you, thank you. Well, good luck to you too. Thanks. One day at a time, eh? Looks back at you. Yeah, one day at a time. Um, yeah, with that, you guys head on out. Um, you can see Batara sort of sitting there, like looking, be like, "Hey, that took you guys some time. What were you? Did you like? Did you have trouble like adding up the numbers or something?" Only the bartender had trouble adding up the numbers. Or did they try and pull the ten gold pieces trick on you? Mm. Oh, it was a trick. I I, and then, trick. and then they went down to four, and then they you paid two. Yes. <laughs> well done. Good. Oh, they try. She tries that on everyone. It's fucking irate. It's so irritating. <laughs> well, we're out of town, and you know, it's just what you do to the tourists, isn't it? Not in this town. We don't approve of that. I'm gonna have a chat to her. This is ridiculous. Not tonight, but. Have a chat sort of game. Right, so... Think of it as extra gold flowing into the economy of the town. Uh, do you know what? When you put it like that... Yeah, fair. I like that. That's good. I like that. Except it's not. It's just going to her filthy fucking pockets. But that's okay. We'll, we'll not focus on that. It'll be okay. <laughs> right, so follow me. I'll take you around a little bit of a circuitous route. We can check out the night markets. And then we shall go and see the core. Uh, and with that, yeah... Um, Batara leads you through. The first thing you notice, Batara sort of look, keeps looking to the side of the pathways and looking back at you guys really excitedly and then continues walking. Um, Yervith, you notice straight away that as the water laps against the side of the um, pontoons, it turns this luminescent blue-green colour for a few seconds and then disappears again. And then as you get further away from the lights, you notice the entire water is full of this luminescent algae. Oh, wow. Um, and then you can see there are some... There are some um, half orcs some some young half orcs swimming some malorn orcs just swimming and every time they splash they send up these sprays of this blue green color um that uh, sort of winks and lights up as it flies through the air huh. and batara um, goes it's so beautiful at night it doesn't matter that it stinks of fish it is beautiful it's like stars reflected in the ocean can i try something and um i'm gonna he's gonna use one of the um the tinker Yep. The Tinker Things, which what it basically will be is it's a wind-up gyroscope. Mm -hmm. So it'll be um, uh, several pieces that just sort of will spin around each other. Yep. Like very, like, 
sloppily and loosely to try and make yep. as much uh, wash in the water, and he'll wind it up mm-hmm. and crawl it in there. Oh, yeah, the, the algae lights up brilliantly, almost like a fireworks display, these sparks of light flying out. Um, the blue and green starts giving way to reds and yellows as well. You get this full spectrum of colour. She goes, Oh, it's pretty rare to get the red. You have to be really quite aggressive with the water. Wow. That's amazing. You can see a number of children Loki are pointing at this this construct and like losing their minds over it. Hmm. You might have a market here. I might have a market here. Yeah, might. <laughs> These things all sell faster than um, steamed shrimp. That sells really quickly. <laughs> it's beautiful. It is. It's gorgeous. Mira oh. will do her dancing lights out over the water in the same colours to reflect. Oh the, yeah, the kid, the kids lose their minds. Um, mm. They're like clapping. Some of them like start swimming up trying to catch the dancing lights. Oh, they're having the best time. Mm. I'll just follow behind because she also can't see in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. It is pretty light for the most okay. part. Uh, <laughs> and the moon, the two moons high above, um, you can see that. Um, yeah, the, the, there's a fair, there's a fair bit of light. It's quite light here. It's quite a cloudless night. Um, and yeah, Batara leads you around um, past a series of stalls and the night markets, um, selling vast amounts of um, squid and prawns, crabs. These look to be more of a, like the nocturnal animals that they capture in the night, that they now sell fresh. And you can see a number of half orcs basically strapping on um, these big tanks full of rocks, these big bags full of rocks, and then just dropping off the side of the rope, uh, off the side of the pontoon with a rope around their, their waist, and they're just disappearing into the dark water. And then sort of five, six minutes later, suddenly emerging back up again rapidly and dumping a bag full of shrimp and uh, a bag full of, um, of uh, calamari that they've caught and just chucking it onto the deck and then loading it back up with the rocks, taking <sighs> a few big breaths and then going back down again. Do I see any luminous kobolds going down on the night shift? <laughs> you do see a luminous kobold. As you, as you are walking past, you see this bright light coming down from the deep ocean. And then suddenly climbing out of the water with a massive squid attached to his left leg. Like, just <laughs> suck it on. Um, you see Stig, like, climbing out. And then this um, half-foot goes, Stig, Stig, it's still on you, mate. And he, like, dives in and starts, like, wrestling this squid off him. And Stig's like, yeah, I, I bring it up from depth. He's like, no, Stig, I've told you this a million times. You can take a spear. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Stig gives you a wave as you pass. Um, there's like a, a few bloodied scratches on his leg. He looks like Stig, mate. Seriously, <laughs> Stig gets big squids. Stig gets squids. It's like, Fuck Stig. I know you get squid, but you can't keep doing this. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you thought he was being exploited? No, nah, he's just insane. Nah, he's insane. <laughs> um, <laughs> And with that, Batara leads you to the centre of town. Um, you can see that in the very centre of the town square, there is a dip and stairs heading down under the water and glass lining the inside of this entire undersection. And as you walk down, you can see it's this massive room with these crystal glass walls that basically give you a 360 degree view of the water underneath the town. And it's beautiful. The luminescent algae, you can see thousands of fish of all colours swimming around. There's coral reefs, artificial coral reefs, suspended by ropes from the uh, the, uh, the uh, houses above. They've actually made these artificial reefs that are basically old shipwrecks and boats that have been scuttled but kept at a certain depth for the coral to grow. 
um, and the fish are swimming through and it just looks like the, it, it is stunning it is beautiful below here everything's bioluminescent and glowing um, and as you guys sort of are looking down a bit distracted by all this um, Batara points to a, a platform um, tied with some ropes and goes right get on get, get on yeah Why we're going deeper getting... yep deeper still oh yes oh. yeah <laughs> I want right. more Okay, um, buckle up, down we go. And with that, she pulls a lever and the platform with a juddering shake begins to lower. As it goes down, you can see yeah, the, the reefs sort of disappear above you and you start heading into a much darker section. And then below you, um, the passageway turns back into this um, strange sort of metal construct with these beams of, uh, of light shining through the sides. And then it emerges down the bottom this vast chamber constructed of some strange iron-like metal and in the very center hovering about a foot off the floor with water swirling around in a helix formation is a large sapphire 12-sided spinning rapidly occasionally sparks of lightning shooting off its surface and these streams of this bright luminescent water being pulled in from the roof and you suddenly realize that only the floor is metal the rest of the room has no walls or ceilings the water is being held back by this gemstone in the center and standing in front of it is a very tall thin figure with four arms these long spindly forearms arrow shaped head um with these almost no sort of um upper body and lower body whatsoever um, really sort of thin um central sort of processing unit in the very center and this gemstone core at his heart um is this warforged with bright blue eyes and as he sort of turns and goes ah Batara, and guests, welcome to the core. Have you gemstones that need replenishing? Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> I don't have a gemstone at this point, but this this construction is fascinating. Then you have come to admire its splendor. I have. How did, how did this begin? Did it begin with the gem or was that... I'm most confused. I do not know. I have tried over many years to try and determine the exact origin of this creation. The orcs here believe it is a product of Melora. I believe it is a remnant of giant magic. And as he sort of says that and has a bit of a squinty look at you, Loki, he goes, you are a remnant of giant magic. It seems that way, doesn't it? Have you come to reclaim this item for the giants? Oh! I cannot let that happen. No, no, not at all. This is central to your city, and it is central to your life. I have no wish to, uh, to corrupt that which you have found purpose with. I know how that feels, and I would not wish it on anyone. This is good to hear. I merely, I guess I've been drawn here some one way or another at first to observe and perhaps to learn very well and the rest of you he turns and looks at Shana Yerbeth and Mira I'm just here for the view it is beautiful is it not it's gorgeous the most beautiful thing I've seen in a very very long time there are no walls and ceilings it is just open ocean sometimes the children dare each other to swim down and enter into the cavern I try to tell them not to 
Can Shadow stick her arm through the wall? (laughs) The second you do, and you put your arm through the wall, it's just in ocean. And as you pull it back, the water, so your hand is wet, and the water slowly begins being pulled off your hand and pushed back into the wall. That's cool. I do that as well. That's really cool. Does it do that with everything, or is it just the natural water? Just seawater. Can I try? It seems to know the difference between salt water that I have created and seawater. I have tried this experiment. What if a fish swims? Can a fish swim through it? If if the children can swim through it, can fish? No, the the children cannot swim through it. This is why I tell them not to do it. Oh. They struggle. It is very hard to try and swim in air, so they can get arms through, and then they have to try and kick with their legs, but the water is pulling them back. Uh. I am worried one of them will drown. They cannot hold their breath for very long. Hmm. As long as but you're fish, there to pull fish them do not swim the through. Side. What was that, sorry? Well, I mean, you know, the children can't drown and lo- as long as, you know, someone's down here to grab them and yes, pull them me. through if they do get stuck. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But sometimes sometimes I might not notice. I am scared that something might happen. Yeah. That's definitely not me. Can I um yeah. Can I go up to this thing and just, again, it's kind of like those gems on the city. Is it kind of like the oh, city? Oh, yeah. Ship? Yeah, in, very similar. It, the so, gemstone, and and now that you're looking at the floor, the yeah. gemstone, there's a metal oh. housing that it's floating above, and underneath, there is absolutely giant roots. Yeah. Yeah, I look down, I look at Lockie, and I kind of look at the, to integrate to the ground, but you know what I'd like to do? Yeah, you gonna touch it? I'm gonna shape water. Ooh, what are you gonna shape water? The the water that's around the gemstone currently, or try and shape some seawater in. I'm gonna try and shape some seawater in. I'm just trying to see if the like that feeling, the magical like that magical feeling, kind of is the same as what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. As it kind of transfers, and so just kind of playing with it in like seawater. a water bending way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. Um, as you as you go to cast this spell, the, the spell activates, and then you reach out with your hands and try and pull the water. As soon as you do, you feel this resistance, and the gemstone slowly stops and then begins spinning in a different direction. And then I you stop. feel... What was that? Sorry? You stop? I just stop. Yeah. The gemstone pauses and then starts spinning the same direction again, back to the normal direction. Ah, yes. You tried the cantrip shape water. Yes. Mm. I had a wizard come down and try that too. It did not go well. Oh, okay. Does it have a defensive mechanism? Oh, no. He just could not do anything. It was too oh, strong. It did not go well. He spell did not work. Oh, I see. Oh, fair enough. It was <laughs> working. He's <It laughs> as was... literal as you, Lucky. <laughs> 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 it was working. It just was so massive. If you, were, if you were to try it on, on your canteen water, it would work. Hmm. No, I don't want to interfere. So it, I, it, I, I have tried everything. It, this this thing will outlast everyone here. You cannot interfere with this. Just like you, Lockie. Looks like mm. this is your thing. You should look, indicate the ground. Mm. Oh, I see. Before we go into that, I just wanted to. Um, so it's it's being helped. So the gems there floating, and there's a series of yeah, it's floating above what looks to be originally some sort of hold electric 
Yeah, so underneath it, there's almost like a platform. It looks like it originally sat in a platform underneath it. There's there's like a dais that once held this thing, but it is now hovering Mm -hmm. above. It is no longer connected to any of the stuff below, but occasionally sparks of lightning are shooting down and and touching the uh, the grounding wires. And then the water around it is flowing. um, uh... Sorry, forgotten what it is. Forgotten my own spell. If I were to bring out my shock and grasp, not hit anything with it, but just bring the shock and grasp up. Okay, just just in your hand, hold it. And hold it with is the is the electricity reacting different changed at all? Electricity that crackles across your hands is normal. Hmm. There's no like attractive force or anything. Doesn't seem that way with the with the electricity. That 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 alone doesn't seem to be to, to trigger anything. So, Fair enough. Can I have a look at some of these runes? Oh yeah, you can. Lucky. Could I get you to roll me a history check, please, as you try and access your giant database? Literally um, giant, giant. Yeah. Natural oh, 20, 20 for 28. Oh, yes! You. Okay. Lucky. Immediately, you get the sense that this was once part of a giant ship. Not a skyship, but something underwater some vast ship that sailed through the depths um this is all that remains of that ship this this gemstone uh was the power source for moving it through the water but something has happened to it it is no longer that the giant the, the floor and all the giant runes are no longer active they haven't been active for centuries some other magical force has taken control of this gemstone and changed its purpose. You get a very strong sense of divine energy from it. Very strong Ooh. sense of divine energy. It is Melora. It's, it's both. <laughs> it's both. Yeah. Wow. Um, Loki, beyond that, right in the very center of the dais, it looks like there is a rune, uh, almost like a, a hunk of metal has been sheared free with a single rune on it. You, I'm, I'm using one of the compulsions of um, our good friend, Diderus. You feel an overwhelming compulsion to go and pick up this gem, go and pick up this rune stone, tuck it away in your bag. Does Shana notice this happening? If he's reaching for it, I'll stop him because I just stopped myself. Yeah, it's not on the gemstone. It's underneath. It's just it's underneath in the dice. This little this little runestone on, on a piece of metal. Is it, is it just loose? Like on the it's just floor? loose. Yeah, it's broken off. Yeah, Charlotte's still gonna stop him if she notices it. What do you do, Lucky? All right, he's gonna reach for it, but he's not gonna hide it. Yeah, as Lucky reaches forward, you see Lucky sort of reaching forward as if to like touch one of the runes. And Shana, you sort of like run forward and grab him. She, uh, she sort of she walks up, slaps him on the hand, and is. Like, <laughs> Sorry, we're losing you a little bit there, Shana. What was that last bit? Do not touch magic that you do not understand in its completion. I'm so sorry. I did not. I wasn't thinking about it. It was just. It looks so pretty. And still there, lucky that compulsion. It's. (laughs) It could answer questions. Yes. That it uh, is important to the people that live here. And as she does no, that, like, I... she sort of wants to come behind him 
and just like manually lower his arms essentially and like just sort of try and draw him back a little bit. Tinker, Tinker who's like watching you, Loki goes, did you want to pick up this? Bends down and picks up the, the chunk of rune. Oh. Is this what you wanted? I wasn't sure if it was important. Yeah, no, this has broken off. Tinker, says no, what it, what says it, no purpose. What, what is, is that? I don't know. It is a rune I do not know, but it was broken off when I came in. You can have it if you wish. Doesn't do anything. I mean, if you're offering it freely, sure. Has no purpose. There are a few more. If you look in the center, there are a couple of sections. And as you look like in, yeah, you can see there's lots of other sections of metal. Some of them have runes on them. Some of them don't. They're broken off. Probably this was the housing that kept the gemstone in place. And then when whatever happened, happened, it broke free and that has now separated out. But um, this one, something about this one and this rune that you don't recognize, it is, it's a need. You need to tuck this away and you need to keep this safe. This is important. This is more important than anything else. You want to keep this safe. All right. Uh, what, what is it? Really? Do, do you know this what could it help is? us. No idea what it is. Is this this is something that the giants? Well, yes. It's, this is a giant. This is a giant giant rune in runes. Do you, do you recognize what it says, Lucky? This one, no. Which is why I wanted to have a look at it. Let's oh. look. It might help us. Oh, and by the way, I think I may have answered part of your uh, of your conundrum. Yes. You're looking for one cause. Yes. I believe there's a correlation here between two paths. Oh, you think both giants and Melora are working together? Well, it's a giant construction of that. You're absolutely correct. But there's something else going on here. Something not of giant. Very well. Your logic is undeniable. <laughs> Can I? The, the, the ease with which you you took that on board is... It was one of my hypotheses, but I had no way to know or test. I ah. was open to the idea Melora may have interfered, but the balance of evidence pointed to this being giant construction. You are of giant construction. If you tell me this is not its original purpose, something else has interfered, I have no reason to doubt you. Mm. It matches the ev- evidence available. Wow. Your, your logic is refreshing, and uh, it is nice to be around someone that thinks clearly. I've I feel the same. If, I've always wondered what two Lockies in a room would be like. I'm, I'm Tinker. You kind of know. That, that, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, uh, yes. No, I know that, Tinker. So. Okay, I'm just, I'm just going to He is Lockie, but I am Tinker. <laughs> yes, that is Tinker. I'm Lockie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I know, I know that. Thank, thank you. But he said something false. Do they often say these false things? I find they it very confusing. Things. They say false things all the time, and sometimes they mean true things when they say false things, and it is the most confusing. Sometimes Do we you don't to... mean it, Lucky. Two, two warforged, I'm two warforged <laughs> in a room together. I'm not so sure Lucky is warforged. He seems something else, something of giant make. Giant warforged. I, I would. I was forged by giants. I I do agree. Giant I'm forged. Not... Giant forged. Giant forged. Giant forged. That has I'll be a... sending you through the uh, the custom race information shortly, Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. That's cool. It's a sub mm-hmm. sub race of warforged. Oh. I'm so here for this. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Okay, that's. And on that bombshell, we're going to wrap up now. <laughs> I'm just enjoying their stunned faces. That's great. And this yeah. gives me time to send through the stuff for uh, for Michael to update his character sheet. Um, yeah, I, I mean, there was no. I was going to introduce it um, at a, at a time when it felt organic, and that just was really organic. So I I don't know. Not very organic. I, I, I was waiting for you to be like, "Sign, I'm just joking," and then it wasn't. It wasn't one. I'm like, wait. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite my favorite thing, so you can ask my partner Alice. My favorite jokes in the world are the ones I make when people don't really know hundred percent whether I'm joking or not. Nothing yeah. makes me laugh more than genuinely confusing people. <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> it just really makes me happy. Um, <laughs> just really fun. I don't know. It's just really fun confusing people. Like I, I I like people walking away being like, I genuinely don't know like whether he was kidding or not. I really enjoy that. There's something, there's something inside of me that really likes that. Awesome. Um, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Well, I'm well, not well, joking. Well, uh, I will be sending you through the details on uh, on your right, custom cool. sub, I'm, sub race. Yes, I'm super game. Um, super game. That was awesome. That's so cool. It's um, sick. it's a lot of fun. So there's a level uh, three unlock and a level five unlock. So they're both unlocked at the start for you because you're level nine right now. So you'll get access to both of the the traits that unlock as time goes on. Um, and then you and I are going to have a little bit of a chat as well about your memory banks um, as well. Because I've, I've sort of factored that into it a little bit because on Nostea, this, the world that we're in, you can't be a giant forged and not be insanely old. So we're going to yeah. have a little bit of a chat about the, the memory bank feature. Um, well, but... that was heavily alluded to uh, yeah, well, in this session. So that yeah. was uh, really I've been cool. having some fun with that. Yeah. yeah, I was. I didn't know when it was going to come up, but I was like waiting for the organic time to introduce it. Or as, or as Mira said, not the organic time. The construct time. To bring <laughs> no, I, I noticed that. I'm so clever um, right now. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, we're going to wrap up and finish for tonight. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We hope you had a lovely time. We have had a lovely time playing D and D. We will see you all again next Wednesday. Jin will be back with us. Um, now next Wednesday is the eighth, and then after that, the fifteenth. Claire and Michael, you guys won't be with us for that session, will you? No. That's okay. So you guys will be with us for the next session. I've I've got two guest characters lined up to jump in on the 15th. We will take a break over Christmas. So 22nd and 29th, we're going to have two weeks off for Christmas. And then I'll see about when we want to come back because I know you guys are back in early Jan or mid-Jan. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll figure that out. But I think we might have two guest characters come and join the stream for like three, four sessions-ish until you guys get back over over Christmas. And I've I've got them lined up. Um, Awesome. Cool. I don't think either of them have played on any Lost Archive stream before. This will be fun. Ooh, yeah, none of them. Cool. This will be a first time for both of them. But they're both really keen yeah. D&D players, and I've been I've been very excited to get them on. And I was going to get them on at some point in the next year, but the fact that I can get them both on together will be really fun because they'll be they'll be a good pair. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much, everybody. We better rock and roll. Stay safe. Stay well. And we will see you all next time. Farewell. See you, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.